Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. Yes, we're actually doing a show this week again, two weeks in a row, and we're waiting on news. <laughs> Who knew we could even achieve that? Ooh. Well, while we are waiting for the next letter from the producer live, we do have another important topic that hit the community in this last week, and that is the state of Endwalker and how people are feeling about it at this point. And we do have one more major patch. We have a bunch of little stuff, a Fall Guys clap, probably a 16 clap, but I think we have a full enough picture as a whole to talk about this. So... To do that, we're going to need some people. I'm one of them. You know me. You, of course, know Sly. How you doing, Sly? Hi. I'm people. You're Hi. people? Yeah? I'm people. Are you sure? Are you not, like, a robot in disguise? <laughs> no. That, would, that, that would was not a convincing no. That was, that was <laughs> that, that, incredibly That would make me Optimus Prime. I am not Optimus Prime. I think Optimus Prime dresses as a truck. Then you do not look like a truck. I do not look like a truck, no. Okay. All right. Well, if you change your mind, just let me know. I'll work it into the show. Gotcha. Right. And uh, also, we've brought on a guest. We haven't had her on in, I think, about a year at this point. Something in that vein. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Zeppel on, who recently made a video about this very topic, and thus is hey. the inspiration for said show. What's up, Zep Zep? Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you doing? It's really me, not a robot version of me, though, you know, it might not be in the too distant future when you won't be able to tell. When That's I, true. They'll have the AI. That is true. And you won't even know if it's really them. But it really is me today, right now. Because I guess the way you'll be able to tell if it's me is if I'm late. Wait, I wasn't late this time. Oh my well, God. I to be <laughs> no, hold on. I'll get you, I'll get you to the late. Because start time for pre-show was 11.45, <laughs> you got here at 11.53, and there the show started at 12.06. That's how you know it's really me. Yeah, if the it's AI, it'll be on time. Yeah. yeah machines are winning. No, a machine would be on time, Sly, is what <laughs> yes, she's saying. Yes, machines would be on time, of course. They don't know how to be like, they're good at, they're better at stuff. So They're better sense. at stuff. Machines, <laughs> they're better at stuff. <laughs> That's yeah, that's like, a that's a big um dodgeball. Here at Globo Gym, we're better than you. <laughs> and we know it. Bun Bun GPT. Got like it. Like us, but better. Bun GPT. Absolutely, yeah. Oops. Uh but today we are gonna talk about Inwalker and how we're feeling about it overall. Mm -hmm. Uh I have been a pretty disappointed with Endwalker, I'm very sad to say, because there was so much content they were releasing in the Endwalker patches that I could not have been more hyped for. And, uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever been as consistently disappointed with how that content ended up panning out in its execution. So, like, I felt like there were a lot of good ideas that had some lackluster execution. And I think it has mm -hmm. been a pretty rough overall experience, um, especially if you're not a raider. Oh yeah, as a raider, like this show's gonna be busier. pretty fucking easy. Yeah, this like, is gonna be the easiest goddamn show. I swear to God. Yes, I'm good. Like, yeah, we're we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you're not a raider, like, it's just I haven't. I found it very difficult to find things to do consistently, like over and over, to just keep coming back to do that one thing. It feels like a lot of stuff are one and done. You, you get in, you clear out, for example, all the 12 paths of uh, the variant dungeon, and you don't really have reasons to go back. And uh, it's resulted in a situation where so many people I know are just like, well, 
you know, I, I did that. I, I finished it the first day. <laughs> a lot of cases with variant where I finished it the first week or two weeks after the major patch. And then I just don't really have a reason to continue playing until the next major patch. And I'm just seeing fall off uh, a lot sooner than I'm used to seeing in the lifespan of an expansion. I'm seeing like people just uh, not feeling like as engaged and as hyped about stuff as previously. Again, unless you are a raider. Like I think if you're a raider, you're going to be more busy if you're into the harder content. But besides, uh, it's kind of like, feels like there is either the turbo casual content that we're getting lately or the difficult content, like very, very hard. Like you, you need to commit to it. You need to like do that regularly. And uh, this is like probably a whole other discussion. <laughs> We got two about. hours. Oh, no, we're gonna we're gonna get what into about, all of them. We're gonna get into all the little micro yeah. issues about this. What about uh, but for like, the, what, what's the middle ground, right, for the mid core? So yeah, I don't know if like, yeah. if you want me to just <laughs> rant. Oh no, no, we're, 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 we're gonna get into everything. You're good. I mean, again, this is gonna probably be one of the easiest shows we do. <laughs> I've learned that. We learned that from the last time she was on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, but before that, Hap's gotta pay a few bills real quick. Perhaps. I gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, I mean, we just gotta thank the sponsors on Patreon real quick, cause they support, we don't do anything special for them, they just, it's just an option over on Patreon, they just do it, you know, so we appreciate them. And the Steel Series, you know, they pay, yeah, like I said, you gotta pay the bills, yeah. you know, they just pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> now. Was now, Zephyr, well, tell us how you really feel. Oh, <laughs> uh, so now we can, now we can say, like, the really real feelings, cause this ad Yeah, you yeah, can get down to the, you can get down to the, <laughs> Get down to the nitty gritty. Like, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you. Okay. Uh, because, like, this is this is kind of based off um, your video that you released this week. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <sighs> Are pe? I'll start off with this. Okay. Are people going to be happy to log in? No, I'm happy. Don't you fucking say it. Only Fuck. one person can be happy. I'm pretty sure. I don't okay. need you. <laughs> Are, Are people going to be happy to log in at all times? For uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, well, okay, that's a really broad statement. <clears throat> if you're me, mm -hmm. then yes, if you find other stuff to do. Like, uh -huh. because really, specifically, what we're talking about is Endwalker patch content. Okay, so mm -hmm. what I'm seeing with a lot of people who maybe you're a new player or you've been more casual player, you might have a huge backlog of content from even past expansions to do. And one thing that I've seen that was pretty self-aware that a lot of uh, newer players have been saying to me is, well, yeah, I'm a new player. I have a huge backlog of content. And so I'm, I don't see these issues like you're seeing, but I can also see that if I needed to rely on the new content coming out in Inwalker, that I would be pretty bored and disappointed by that. And it takes like a certain person to be able to have that sort of like, uh, able to put yourself in a different perspective instead of just being like, oh, well, you know, I'm fine doing whatever I'm doing without realizing, well, how much of what you're doing is really in Walker new patch content day after day after day. And uh, so, I mean, also, again, rating is a thing that you can do, uh, and it's going to take different people different amounts of time to do. Yep. They're a different, they're a different monster. We can leave yeah. them alone. Raiders yeah. are always going to have shit to do. They, they'll, they'll make shit to do. Like one six point after, well after 6.55, they will still, they will still be in Savage, even yeah. though they've cleared. Like, so, so yeah, don't, 
leave the rabid Raiders out of this. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, we're talking about player retention, really. Like, we're talking about yeah. keeping people uh, lured into the content and wanting to stick around and keep doing that content time after time after time. And one thing that I'm hearing from people is, uh, well, why don't you just want to do it for the love of the content? Like, for example, with Criterion, I hear this all the time. People are like, well, you know... Maybe it doesn't have rewards that people care about, but why mm-hmm. don't you just do it because you love the content? If you say it's such a good content, why don't you just do it? For the... And that's a that's a romantic idea, and I'm sure there are people that do that, but I think it's really crazy to think that that is what is going to get people in the door to that content. You think that is what is going to get someone who doesn't know anything about it to give it a try, and then maybe after they give it a try, maybe then they'll be like, wow, I really love that, and they're just going to keep going back, like what I do with BA. Uh, but it's not something like just the love of it. How can you love it if you don't even, if you're not like attracted into it and for people to be attracted into it, there needs to be incentives there. There need to be something exciting. There. True. So I, yeah, I can, on, I can, no, sum, let me this up. I can okay. sum this okay, up. Okay, go ahead. There is no relic grind. It all no can relic. be summed up. We'll, we'll one, talk about that sentence. too. That's, that's, a, that's that. a big part I, of her argument. I, I could sum we'll, it up we'll in one. That's 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 that it could sum it up in one sentence. Yes, that's a big part of it too. But, um, do you feel like we need the the carrot at the end of the stick for every aspect? Uh, no. But uh, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like for example, mm-hmm. for me in my experience. There is, of course, content that I do because I love the content. And mm-hmm. that would be VA, uh, I think, is, is a really good example just because it's something that a lot of people can do. It's, like, accessible to a lot of different types of people. Um, Eureka and Valdez and Arsenal. That's something that I, I would go back and do it just for fun, even though I've got every mount, every minion, every whatever. I got it all. There's no practical reason for me to return. But I would do it any time because it's great. But, but would I have gone in and grinded up? all my gear and like uh, leveled all the way through Eureka and done all that stuff to get to BA just because people said it's well-made content. Well, no, I probably wouldn't have done that. And most people probably wouldn't have done that. It's the, right. it's the allure of the rewards that gets people interested and intrigued and makes people care enough about it, enough people to care enough about it, that there's a community that forms around that piece of content. And then, you know, after you've done it, you fall in love with it, and maybe then you'll continue. But I think it's really naive to just try to rely on that without any like pre precursor to that uh, to try to get people to just do content for no reason because it, it's not realistic. That's just not how things work. And even if you could convince mm. one person or five people to do that, which is crazy, uh, you're not going to be able to convince enough people to do content just for the sake of it being... And even if, okay, actually, there have been people, for example, with Criterion, that have done the content because they heard it was a cool thing to do. And they are well aware that there is not good rewards, but they did it. And then how many times more are they going to keep doing it, though? <laughs> like, it doesn't just... Rabbit readers. Let me and, tell you, people vastly underestimate the rewards from Criterion. Do you know how much that music sheet sells for? Because nobody does it. Yo. There are, I know someone who makes tens of millions of gil, him and his three pals, just grinding out music sheets and just just selling them. 
Listen, uh, I did, uh, if you've checked how much money some of these variant and criterion rewards sell for, like even from just variant dungeon, this shit can sell for like millions of yield. Easy. But mm-hmm. I think that kind of alludes to a secondary issue with the game where the gill isn't really that useful for a lot of people. Uh, oh, we, we have, had that issue for a long time. Yeah, like so, we, We've needed a gill sink for a long time, and they put in a gill sink for people who have nothing to do, like nothing to do with their gill, and they're still rich as fuck. Yes. Like they bought all the all the stuff from from that person who sells the really expensive mountains. They bought all that stuff, and they're still fucking rich. So yeah, there's no real <laughs> gill sink. Yeah, there's really yeah, not. Happy. Uh, yeah. So it, it seems like just gill alone <clears throat> has not t- traditionally been a big motivator for people, and they should be well aware I mean, of that. It's, at this it's point. a motivator for me. I'm still. I mean, um, I'm <laughs> nouveau riche. I'm, I'm relatively. You know, I'm, I'm still working on it. You know, I'm How working on skill? my little How shop. Much do you have? <laughs> I got spent like like I spent quite a lot on like uh, housing stuff and stuff for WSLY, but like at patch i made like at patch i made 121 mil what i spent plenty of it what yeah, the day of patch the day of patch i made 120 plus mil what are you day spending just... on the housing stuff right <laughs> yeah on housing stuff yeah yeah that's the thing that's the main thing i think that's the main gill sink overall is yeah. housing yeah housing but now, buying stuff from other players isn't really a gill sink because they take the mm-hmm. money so i don't know but but buying a house do you think houses should be more expensive? Oh my god, this is a whole other conversation. Okay, so here's why it fits in. Okay, I just why? said that variant criterion dungeons make you mad dosh. Yes, but that's, if that's you don't what... have a gill sink to spend mad dosh, are you motivated to make mad dosh? Yes, yes, that's yeah. how it fits in. It's about motivating players to do the content, incentivizing players to do the damn content. And it has to be now, it. You gotta have it, and we don't. Now, before we get into the the conversation, the the, the really big conversation, I want to okay. preface this by saying, like, I would think, I would think, we don't we don't hate In Walker. I don't. We, no. we, we, we don't. No. We don't hate In Walker. Just don't no. let me go like, near and, and like, there are going to yeah. be a lot of apologists out there who are like, well, it costs zero dollars to say something nice. Well, yeah, you can be a hater for free too, but we pay a monthly we pay a monthly sub for this stuff too. <laughs> We pay a monthly sub, so we ha- we are entitled to to our grievances. Yes. So so let's, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we don't hate in Walker. It's just there are a lot of issues. Yes. There are a lot of issues. It's just now, Final Fantasy Fourteen. Oh, sorry. Are you? Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Paulie's routine over the years has set a very high bar across all of its expansions. It has consistently released a lot of excellent, excellent content to the point that uh, there were many years that I've been playing. I didn't even have to worry. Is this going to be a good content or bad? Like, I just know it's always going to be great. And um, I feel like Inwalker is the first time where I really felt like it was starting to show its cracks. And people who normally don't think about that kind of stuff started to feel like maybe this has gotten a bit too formulaic. Um, and a lot of people have been saying that for a lot longer, but now it's becoming mm-hmm. more apparent to more people. And I will say this, like, you are one of the people who saw the signs pretty early. You saw the signs pretty early. I'm, um, it, it, for, for me, it's a lot more prevalent now for a, a host of reasons. But, yeah, you saw the signs 
way, way earlier than a lot of other people, myself included. Um, I, I think I, I, I did, but I was also, in, I think in past expansions, happy enough with a lot of the other content that they had released that sure. I was better able to just overlook issues that I had seen. And I was just kind of filled with a lot of, um, you know, hopium and stuff. So I, I was, right. look, nothing's ever going to be completely perfect. There's always going to be some downsides to a design philosophy. Final Fantasy 14 typically tries to create a game that is uh, very uh, structured, very predictable, where they know everyone's going to have the same high-quality experience without a lot of variation. And there's a lot of good to be said for that. It's why we have a very consistent patch schedule. But um, on the downside to that is that if you go too far in that direction, you can be <clears throat> have a lack of unpredictability. You can have a lack of chaos and risks and this crazy stuff that can make a game really uh, more fresh each time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's what we're kind of lacking a lot of in Endwalker, even though much of the content that they've released has been fairly innovative. It's just they didn't go far enough uh, right. in the innovation of shaking up the core formula of... Uh, like rewards and things like with the, uh, really we, there's a lot to be said about criterion on that topic, but mm -hmm. uh, like there's just so many little things that they really have never meaningfully changed. Like um, the uh, extreme trial. Well, there's one thing. Well, yeah. there's one thing they did majorly change. And, and that's one of, that's one of your first gripes was the MSQ and the trial. Yes. Whereas the trial <laughs> yeah. was lumped with the MSQ. Now, yes. and well, we'll, we'll talk about this real quick. Uh, yeah, I consider that more of a return because we've always said 6.1 to 6.5 would probably be a lot more like 2.1 to 2.5, where it's very foundation laying or at the very least followed its pattern more. And all of 2.1 through 2.4 was all MSQ trials. So I wasn't shocked at all yeah. to see that mm. they went that route again here. I think that, uh, well, I was a new player in Heaven's Sword. I had just got to max yeah. level in the middle of Heaven's Sword. Mm -hmm. So I really, I, I didn't really have the true, you know, patch cycle experience in Heaven's Sword. I was still, like, trying to absorb this really complex game at the time. So uh, that's why I actually titled my video, Endwalker is the worst expansion I have played. I'm talking about my experience playing an expansion, which I had to say time and again to people, it's more that an expansion is an experience that lasts two years. It is a live service that is meant to get people mm -hmm. coming back and playing the game over and over over the course of that period of time. It is not just, you know, base patch main story quest, which I think a lot of us were really happy with. Like uh, the Endwalker base patch, I, I really haven't criticized much at all because I enjoyed it quite a lot. I mean, I cried real tears. They, they added Lopperets. Like there's plenty of <laughs> great things that they put in Endwalker that um, are, are very, very good. So I think the tribal quests are very good. I've been happy with the Alliance raids. Uh, a lot of the side content continues to be really high quality. The Tataru side quest has been really well received. There's been a lot of winning things they did but uh when we're talking about content that keeps people invested month after month after month uh or at least longer than a couple weeks after the patch comes out i just i've never seen it to be quite so dead and yes i mean dead because what do we mean when we say dead we mean it feels like there's not a lot of other people around and there's a if you look around at the type of content they've been releasing in Endwalker, it's been small group and solo content. So that's why I feel start to, start to feel kind of good. 
Now, I'll, I'll, I'll say, go ahead, go ahead, Happy. It's very funny because for me, as you said, you started playing in Heavensward. If I had to label a worst expansion, it would be Heavensward. Really? Why? It was unplayable for like the first year and a half by the majority of the by the majority of the people playing the game. Yeah. How would you there compare was... it to Endwalker? Like, even though Arthur's made a video a couple days ago, I don't know if you saw it, where he was comparing all the expansions, and he was like refusing to compare Heavensward with Stormblood, Shadowbringers, Endwalker. Yeah, because Heavensward is a fucking deep dive of... It's literally a pit of despair. So let me put it this way. Heavensward, on release, MSQ, you're done. That's it. That's not that abnormal. We usually get MSQ, you get a few dungeons. People hated Never Reap, Ravana was okay, nobody liked Bismarck, whatever. Gordius came out. Everyone couldn't beat it. There was like 100 people who could beat it in like the first eight weeks. So... And then they had added Seas, which actually Seas, I think, is the best PvP mode they ever added for a large scale. So they do win on that point. But nobody likes PvP in 14, so who gives a shit? Um, (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying nobody was excited in Heavensward for a new PvP mode because nobody liked 14. Like, that was like a huge criticism was how not enjoyed 14. I was because Wolves Den was shit. So, um, yeah, because we had the fold and the and fold. Sla- it was exactly. the fold, secure, and slaughter, and nobody liked pretty much any of them. <laughs> Some secure, slaughter was a snooze fest. So, when Seas came out, it was like the first mode people actually kind of liked, but before that, it wasn't like super exciting, so it still didn't really carry a lot of excitement yeah. into Diadem failed Diadem. twice in one expansion in Heaven's Ward. I was there for that. I yeah. would do Diadem. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know what they were thinking. Thornton was supposed to help people with Living Liquid, didn't because the people who couldn't beat Living Liquid couldn't fucking beat Thornton. Thornton was um, The animal weapon, they tried to match its grind with the difficulty of Gordius and created the worst individual patch outside of books, I think, in terms of weapons. <laughs> Fuck that weapon. The Umbral Sands? No, this was literally, you needed a... Uh, 670 Alexander normal runs or something like that. And you needed to do Atmos if you didn't do the Zodiac weapon. Uh, oh, I remember doing the leave quest for the little amber pieces. Yeah, that's like it. three point something. That's later on, yeah. Gosh. Then 3.2, instead of people being walled at the third boss of the raid tier, now they were walled at the second boss of the raid tier, and they had to nerf it a month after it came out, and it was bugged to shit. And then they couldn't beat the third boss anyway, so it didn't matter. So, and then Sephiroth, awful clear rate amongst most players. There was still nothing happening, like, casually in the game. They gave The casual people gave up on the weapon. The mid-core people gave up on the raid. Nobody wanted to do anything until 3.4, where finally people had something to do. And Palace of the Dead also, people got bored of it. They used it to level, but they otherwise got bored because nobody wanted to run floors 1 to 50 and eventually 51 to 60 or 51 to 100. And it wasn't soloable back then. They didn't even add the solo achievement until Red Mage came out because I think they fucking knew. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that it wasn't soloable when it first came out. I've always just associated it with that. Because I think I went into it way later. 
But so what you're saying is it's better to join an expansion and be a new player than the expansion is. is not very good. So if the expansion is not very good, that's the best time to be a new player. If you're a casual or a new player, it's like you should be so happy right now because by the time you get to max level, it's going to be Dawn Trail already. Like by the time you have to worry about the kind of shit we're talking about in Endwalker, it is going to be old, old news and you don't even have to think about it. Like it will actually be the side content that it was... Like, that you don't really have to scrutinize so closely because it's the only little trip feed of new content that you got for the next fucking year. And, <laughs> so. and you also <laughs> didn't have to survive the Shadowbringers delay into Endwalker and use up all of your tangential content that you said, oh, I'll never get to this. Suddenly you got to it and now in Endwalker you're like, so I did all that already. <laughs> so all the Xbox, all the Xbox people coming in are going to be so happy and they're just not going to understand. Uh, the complaints I've made. I spent, <laughs> I, I spent three months fishing in Shadowbringers. Like, oh yeah, you got the uh, world class troller. Like, I, I I got I, I had never once done all the trials like for uh, for the mounts to get the final mount outside of like going back unsynced. I did that on content in Shadowbringers. I did, Shadowbringers, I, I wiped clean my slate from everything I cared about, and in Endwalker, I have nothing to go back to. So, thinking back to Diadem, right, obviously it was a bit of a cluster because they made it so the Biss gear could randomly drop. Like, it had a tiny percent chance to drop The second Biss time. Yeah, the second time Titan they did that. Forge. <laughs> it's super, super now, good gear. And this pissed off everybody. Funnily enough it's about that, you know what their biggest mistake about the second attempt at Diadem was? What? Giving one of the three bosses in the emergency mission twisters. That was the single biggest mistake they made in all of Diadem. Because if they didn't do that, people wouldn't have given up on the, all the failed parties. Because that was the thing that killed people was Twisters. Which boss was that? that the, wind, the wind boss inside. So it, what happens is when you go into the emergency mission in yeah. Diadem, there's a big yeah. stone tablet face-looking dude. And you kill him, and then it teleports <laughs> people into the main room, which has three bosses on the outside, the pillar in the middle. And I, I'm saying this like it's present tense when this isn't even in the game anymore. And you have to, pr to protect the thing in the middle. So you need a group of people killing shadow sprites. You need at least one group in each of the three spots killing the bosses. And the wind boss would just wipe everyone and then go to the other groups and murder everyone. So if they didn't add twisters to that boss, people would have done that for longer. Uh, but don't you think that the... Don't you think that it was still not that bad of an idea? Like, whether, it was a fine idea. Imagining, uh, On paper. Get, like... I still think that they were going, like, it was obviously really had major issues, but I think that it was a better train of thought to have, like, okay, well, what, we want to get everybody in this zone together fighting these bosses, and uh, you need to pay a little bit of attention when you're fighting the boss, and there's going to be some really exciting loot that can drop for you, too. Like, I think that was still, like, it, sh it was probably the riskiest thing that they ever did with this uh, ether pool gear that was dropped in there. And so I feel like maybe if they had had it there, but not have it roll bis stats, maybe just have it roll like less good stats, but still like, you know, exciting to get, uh, then it might've survived. I just haven't really, I don't know if I've seen them do anything that risky with like the core formula uh, since Diadem. But yeah, the and there's the a reason why after they had to rework it three times. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Just like it's, uh, but I guess that's my point. The way the way that 
when we start and the way we remember things changes things very great. Because when you think back, most people say Heaven's Word was amazing. They're only talking about the story. <laughs> when people yeah, look back true. and they say Stormblood was awful, they're only talking about the story. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge issue uh, that we have when we're even trying to discuss the For me, mm -hmm. Stormblood's my least favorite. Oh. What? What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, Sly, you besides the story. Besides well, no, I, I mean, Sly, I know, doesn't do, like, he's not, like, hardcore every content. Stormblood was an every content expansion. Like, you, if you weren't doing everything, you were missing a huge chunk of Stormblood. Uh, and I was doing everything. And it's it just, in comparison to the other expansions, mm -hmm. it just, Stormblood just felt, I don't know, a little flat to me. You just didn't like Did you do Blue Mage stuff? Yeah, I did Blue Mage stuff at the time. That was the only time I really took it seriously, too. Um, did you do the raids as Blue Mage? No. <laughs> I tried a little bit, but I fell off on that. Okay, what about Heaven on High? Did you, did you do that? I did Heaven on High. I didn't complete it. I need to go back and complete it. But um, mm -hmm. That's the Sly Solo journey Overall, happening. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. What about... Um, what about... Savage? Savage? Savage. Yeah, you gotta remember, There's... Stormblood is probably There's... some of the highest rated Savage bosses. Two ult The first two ultimates. Yes. Eureka. Mm -hmm. Eureka. Heaven on Four High. Zones. Yeah. On Four high. zones of Eureka plus Baldessian Arsenal with a yes. Relic Grind and Relic Armor in the later parts as well. Mm -hmm. um, you still had Tribal Quest. You had the Tribal Alliance Quest. We had the hunt, mm -hmm. uh, which had been in the game, but I think it really started taking off in Stormblood. I think that's when groups started getting a lot more organized about it. We had the yeah. new treasure. We had the the thief treasure maps. We had the roulette wheel treasure map added in that yeah. expansion. Uh, we had the side no. story for the trials. We had nine trials in that mm -hmm. expansion. Yeah. We had, I think, probably more dungeons than we've ever had. Uh, no, since. Realm Reborn is the most. <laughs> a Realm Reborn was three per patch. It was dense. Yep. Yeah, it was wow. 15 dungeons added post-launch. It was Holy shit. something, yeah. They had Hildy. We had Hildy in Stormblood, too. Also. And we had a trial for Hildy after Heaven's War didn't have a trial for Hildy, as another we reminder. Yep. We had Ivalice. Like, it was yep. stacked on content, honestly. It was. I think that's uh, a thing that was a reason why a lot of us looking back feel like perhaps we judged you too harshly, Stormblood. Because, like, looking back at God had so much uh, content, then we can't be cool. Since I made this comment on Twitter under somebody who had watched your video and was, like, just weighing in on other people's opinions. And mm -hmm. they somebody brought up, it was like, yeah, people say this during every expansion. And they're, they're right. I've heard, I've done this discussion however many expansions yeah. there now. I've done this exact same discussion. Then, when you think back to it, it sounds like all, you know, it's, it's all roses and violets and chocolate and candy. And yeah. I always say the main reason is because when you remember things back in other expansions, you don't think about how it felt to do patch to patch. You like your perception of the time that all that took place in is like shrunk. So you yeah. just condense yeah, every together. memory like this and you just think of every activity. Together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. See, see, the thing is today we're, we're kind of, we're kind of like isolating certain issues about N Walker. Well, it, and once we, we look, look back on it, we'll, we'll lump all the shit together 
and probably okay. still have a similar similar viewpoint okay um in terms of everything because like we we're, we're remembering everything yeah like for example and I'll, I'll start this off uh, like like i said msq and trial um uh msq and trial being together um it it's really definitely put a damper on the msq as a whole but i will agree with you zeppelin saying that like making the trials predictable because we know the story and they're like well if you already know the story you already know who's going to be next it's so and so the trial series have never been that different like the biggest reveal is the initial trial series who the boss is has never really been the mystery of the trial like the only mystery we had here was first well the thing is go ahead I was surprised when Saryu came out because I wasn't expecting the sexy dragon guy. And that was awesome. Oh, you mean visually? <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, I mean, Barbaricha <laughs> does. Barbaricha is uh, something else. <laughs> let me tell you, compared to her I'm original. I'm just being form. contrarian, honestly. Have you yeah. seen Rubicante's <laughs> legs? Come on. Oh my I, it's, God. It's, he has the cape on. It's hard to see. <laughs> Until he doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's fan art for that. But yeah, but yeah, Stephanie, you're saying. You were saying that like the the trial the trial in Endwalker felt forced. Yes. And it it and I compare it when I when I think of forced, I compare it to Stormblood's um raid series. That was forced. Yeah, Omega. They just want, oh. Yeah, Omega it was oh, Omega. Omega was forced as shit. Like it was it was just blood sport with just a bunch of Final Fantasy bro. Yeah, honestly that's, that's fair. all it was. I think that is fair. Uh with Omega Story, I was kind of annoyed by that in the same it really the same way that I felt a little uh-huh. bit annoyed this time. Like it was like, okay, well how convenient that each time we're just gonna have a new, like, old Final Fantasy reference and it just mm-hmm. a little Dude. bit like but I love the story about Omega like as a character and the history as of a Omega. Char- yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of felt like I want to know more about that. I want to hear more about like this journey that Omega's been on. Yeah. And they, so it was kind of like, well, won't the, it felt, yeah, forced, a little bit shoehorned in, is what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. There's nothing worse. Let me tell you this. There is nothing worse than these two elements combined. A fan service right. raid where they're adding in past Final Fantasy bosses and the number of people who have purchased and played Final Fantasy VII. Because every fucking five minutes I had to deal with, so Sephiroth, definitely a boss in this, right? I've never wanted to collectively kick a group of people down the stairs more than that. <laughs> down the figure that oh says, God. get out of my comment section! Go! Go! Oh <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, once they once they know they can get some fan service, they start feeding for more of it. It's just what's next. <laughs> and look, I love the fan service, and I said this in my video, and I I, I say it again that fan service usually in this game is not as in your face and feeling as pigeonholed in there, uh, shoehorned in there, as uh, it had with this trial series. Usually it's more mm-hmm. like, oh, what's, this is a nice nod, and if you play that old game, then you'll appreciate this nostalgic reference. But usually it's right. not like, oh, God, let's fill, let's set up this entire scenario where we will have this other boss appear in this very specific location because that's how it happened before. And, we'll, and it's just way, way, way too much. But I also feel like maybe everything that happened in the main story quest in the uh, filler patches would have been fine if it had been a side story. 
uh, trial series. Maybe it would not would maybe it wouldn't have been the best trial series we ever had in the in the history of the game, but we wouldn't criticize it and scrutinize it as much as we are now that they have made it the main story quest for this mm-hmm. part of the expansion because uh, this is the bread and butter of the game. This is the crown jewel of Final Fantasy XIV is the main story quest. A lot of people, they will log in for the patch, do the main story quest, and then they won't play again for four months. That's all they yeah. care about. And so, like, we ha- we have, uh, rightfully so, high expectations for it. And um, there were some good parts. Like, again, I-, I said, I think Zero is a pretty good character. I've liked, you know, time spent with the Scions and getting, like, seeing them hanging out in normal situations. That's been fun. Uh, but it just hasn't felt like we've really gotten anywhere. It's kind of felt like we we're just treading the same old ground. And it's been really disappointing. See, uh, this has been my I ideal say expansion, this. actually, oddly enough. Really? So you can play other For games? For MSQ? Precisely. <laughs> uh, there you go. I will, I I will say that. this about oh I will God. say this about MSQ. Um, because again, we just finished this ten year long, you know, journey, and we're 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 left with the question of now what? And oh my this God! Is what yeah. We get. Oh my God! And I, I kind of feel like I like MSQ is is linked to like a lot of a lot of the other issues um, with Inwalker, and I kind of feel like altogether. I can sum it up like this. In sports, when a team has a really good year, has a really good year, wins a championship, comes back the next year, and is complete shit, we say it's a rebuilding year. And that's kind of what it feels like yeah. right now with M. Walker. It's a rebuilding year. It's a, it's a rebuilding two I mean, years. Literally, considering they redid all of the MSQ also in N. Walker to boot. Wait a minute. When did we get flying in a Realm Reborn? Was that an Endwalker? Was that before? I think that was before Endwalker. I remember it was just in a random patch. Mm. Was it in 6.1? I thought it was Shadowbringers that was we got it? that. It was in 5.3. Okay, I couldn't remember. We got something else major in Endwalker on top of just the dungeon revamps, MSQ revamp. That I can't remember. It's There's a lot of little things they did in oh. Endwalker. I've appreciated Endwalker's quality of life. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been something. When are we getting chat chat bubbles, though? That's the only QOL we need. Well, do you want to get banned? Because if you do, then we might get... (laughs) No, I don't want to get banned. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a really good point you just made, Slot, about this main story quest for 6.0 was the ending finale, epic finale, to this huge Mm 10-year story arc. And uh, I feel like that has made it so much worse that they decided to spend the rest of the expansion with the most filler shit imaginable. Because this is, there has perhaps never been a more important time to convince people, hey, wait, wait, I know it feels like we just finished everything, and I know it was a really satisfying conclusion, but, but, but wait, there's more. Please stay and check out the rest of this really exciting stuff that's about to happen right now. You want to watch because it was just such a convenient time for people to finish 6.0 and then feel like, well, you know what? That was such a great meal. I'm going to get up, and I will come, I will uh, maybe come back in a year. I will come back in another time. Like, it was so, so, so easy for many people to just quit. After that, and it just hasn't been appealing enough, attractive enough with the content they're bringing out to get a lot of people to come back in. Like I'm, it's, I'm trying so hard to convince some of my friends to come back and play the game for the next major patch, and I don't even think they will. 
I don't. I think a lot of them it's a, it's, it's it's a rebuilding year. So. Don't worry, don't worry. Don Trail really is going to be our championship year, baby. Let's go. It is. It was Let's Don go. Trail. Listen. She, yeah. There might not be midcore content now. There might be only casual content and hardcore content. I will disagree. We did at least. Oh, really? Okay. Tell me why. Savage is midcore. <laughs> <laughs> Savage is midcore now. Uh, it's been midcore for a while. And I actually think regular Criterion is too. I think, I think on a sheer creativity no. content level, no. No. Criterion is midcore. I don't think so. I think midcore means you can't, that like you don't want to have the commitment. Like you don't want to have the obligation of a scheduled raids regularly, but you still want. Yeah, party finder. You still want a little challenge. You party think Party Finder. Finder is the challenge that you're searching for? <laughs> I, party mean, I mean, this is, this is one of the best Party Finder tier. Like, this specific tier is, is one of the best. Last tier in PF? <laughs> Five, six, and seven, sure. But not eight. Not eight last, not, not eight. One, two, three, and four were great in the PF as well. I will not do that. Have, have, how much of that have you done? It's a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, for fucking what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're asking the same question. Like why? Just for what? fucking what? Just why? We just spent a whole hour last week talking about PF with Frosty, so I'm I'm fresh on the topic. <sighs> I mean, it's just you need you need to be a certain kind of person to be the angel of Party Finder. And they're helping people, which is why happy you're helping me with the uh, savage raids. When are we even? So doing clearly, that again? you have a lot of patience. Clearly, to put up. We with beat my the first bullshit. three fights in like two lockouts. What are you talking about? We did. That's really the best way. Uh, the, but for the last fight, I have to actually study it. And I've been. You didn't. You. you didn't study, and we made it to like eighteen percent in the first lockout. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't really studied any fights. That's mid core to me. <laughs> I'm super mid-core right now, yeah. There you go. That's simple, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, see, I, this reminds me of a, a wow discussion back in <laughs> Cataclysm. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was after Arthas, Arthas had been killed. Actually, it was, it was after Arthas had been killed and it was as Deathwing was about to come out. And it was the same discussion of, these are all the Warcraft villains. The one, two, three Warcraft villains. You've got Deathwing, you've got Arthas. And those are the, those are the things that people largely wanted to see resolved from their nostalgia, from their memory. And Mm -hmm. then the worry was what happens after that. And there was a discussion from a, from a dev that was like, game progression and, and raid design are very similar in that everyone expects the next thing to always be better and it will not always be better. Because I expect every raid boss that comes out sequentially, every tier to be harder than the previous tier. Every ultimate, yeah. everyone thinks has to be harder than the last ultimate. Every final boss, they think has to be harder than the last boss of the previous Savage tier. And it's the same yeah. with the story. Everyone thinks the story has to get better, better, better. It can never have a lull. But when it has a lull, it's like you took a shovel and just like kept digging after you got to the bottom of your emotions. And you just, you just, I'm going to find the deepest pit of despair I can find. I'm searching for it now. And that's kind of what's happening with Endwalker, where oh something God. could be that same level of disappointment that they've experienced before. But coming off of what they just experienced, they're now they're the shovel. They bro- they broke out the shovel, and that's it. They're just going and going and going. I'm gonna hate this thing. Just to- it's like it's like it's got a balance like this, like a seesaw. Yes. Oh my god. It's like 
Endwalker 6.0 is actually preparing us for, like the story was meant to prepare us for the despair that we would soon experience between waiting for 7.0 to get here. So they were trying to teach us to just survive and fight on and believe that things, that there will be a better day. <laughs> it creates the valley so that Dawn Trail can be another hill. And here's the thing, even if Dawn, Dawn I can tell you right now, no matter what Dawn Trail was, people are going to be like, and Walker was better. It's going to happen. Oh my God, no way. I guarantee, I guarantee you, I guarantee you. Uh-uh. Ooh. No, they're not. They're not going to do No, I mean the story, like 6.0's end Oh, you think 6.0? Yeah, like the story. 6.0 was better than 7.0 story. But that's impossible because we have a bunny boy main character in it, so that's that can't be. He was in 6.0's too. He just less. He was there. That was really. He wasn't there for long enough. What if he's not here very long either, and he just gets us there, and he's just in the cinematic, and then he's not with us the rest of the time? I'll uninstall. Well, <laughs> again, like with, with Dontrell, with Dontrell, you gotta you gotta think about it like this: beginning of new journey versus end of journey. True, very true. Yeah. So I don't think I, I don't think you can compare them fairly. You can't, but um, that doesn't stop people from doing it. Yeah. True. I think it would be really healthy for everyone to set their expectations extremely low and then be pleasantly mm. surprised uh, because I feel like I have been setting my expectations very high and uh, it's not, but it, honestly, and in the end of let the, down every time. Isn't the movie matter. Dodgeball? Uh, yeah, I did see it. Peter, Peter yeah. on the floor. Yeah, I, where, yeah, yeah, where he's like, I've learned that if I set my expectations very low, I'll never be disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's a very sad way of thinking. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it actually doesn't matter if the base path story is good or bad. Because how much time are you actually spending doing the story and the time that you spend playing the whole expansion? That's why I keep telling people... When I say I think Inwalker is the worst expansion, I'm not talking about the story of the Inwalker making. No, 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 you're talking about the content. I'm talking, talking about, about all what the I'm actually doing in the game for two years. So who cares okay. if Dawn Trail's story isn't good? Like, who cares? It doesn't matter because what matters is the content. Will I have people to play with? Will I feel like I'm in an MMO? Well, I'll need to work my ass off convincing people to play this game with me and not go play some other game that they've been doing for already for months. Well, let's get into the content then, and we'll start with where you you started off, okay. and uh, what a lot of people thought was going to be the saving grace, Island Sanctuary. Yes. Now, I'll be honest. We 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 had this little Excel sheet telling you exactly what to do and when, I and I think sure. a pa- I think a patch kind of nullified a bit of it, but the fact that this was what was needed to get your island going kind of turned me off a bit. I went in understanding that this was going to be, like, this wasn't going to be a replacement for housing. And a lot of people, like, didn't go in with the understanding. It was like, yeah, this is going to be my new house. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you were wrong for that one. You were wrong for that. But at the same time, but at the same time, I'm not a, you know, life sim player, like, you know, stall or, hell, haps. Um, like, shit, I'm, I'm pretty sure now, like, Haps isn't even a life sim player. He like when's the last time you've done Animal Crossing? 
Oh, I made I made uh, blue roses and I stopped like immediately after one thing because the blue roses were my end goal. Yeah. You know how so, hard it so was to make blue roses, Sly? Do you have I any idea the crossbreeding and I, spreadsheets I, I, I had to do? I and I had to get people. I had to invite people to the island because if you this have guests, water I your flowers. Don't do sanctuary. Oh, I played Harvestella. Mm-hmm. Totally a life sim. Definitely not. A, a, totally different game. No, which would probably get me into it a little bit better than Animal Crossing. But that's neither here nor there. So, again, this wasn't for me to begin with, and like I kind of felt like this was more a you thing, a stall thing. People who played Animal Crossing. Um. So, when it came out for both of you, were you content with what it was? Uh well. Whenever, okay, first of all, first of all, I had been really excited about Island Sanctuary for years because I remember mm-hmm. in Stormblood uh, era at FanFest, they had let it slip that they were working on this secret content that was going to be like a farm where all your minions could run around. And I was so excited to hear that. And I was like, what, a farm where it's just going to be all my minions and I can hang out with my minions? Oh, my gosh, that sounds great. Right? I'm thinking maybe like... Uh, all the minions will have different attributes and I can feed them all their special foods and like all this cute, extra cutie shit. I was super excited. <laughs> and then uh, when I, I was actually, they barely told us shit about it until it was just about to come out. And then when it came out, I was, um, I, I immediately leveled up all the way. I collected all the animals that I wanted. And I just remember feeling so disappointed once it became apparent to me that every system in the entire island Funnels into one thing, the workshop, which is the most boring thing in the entire island. Like, collecting animals is cool. Planting stuff is cool. Like, building the different shit is cool. But the, <laughs> like the buildings and things. But first of all, the buildings don't do anything, really. They're just kind of sitting there. Maybe they'll give you some stats for your workshop, which is really boring, in my opinion. Uh, your animals don't ro- run away if you don't take care of them. And the only reason you really need them is so that way they will give you shit for your workshop. It all goes down to the workshop. Why do you grow flowers and plants and shit in your garden? Well, it's all going down to the workshop. It's all the workshop work. And I don't want to do the workshop. And somebody in the chat a minute ago was like, well, if you're using a spreadsheet on the island, you're doing it wrong. Why would you min-max extra? That's not what we're talking about. When we say that Island Sanctuary is a spreadsheet, that's that's literally what it, like, go to the Island Sanctuary and talk to the workshop guy, the NPC, and he shows you a spreadsheet. That's, that is what the UI is. You're meant to just put people, your little robots, work schedules. That's the end game Cute, like that's not cute. That's not cutesy, fun lifestyle content. <laughs> like just uh, arranging who's gonna make what in what time slot of the day. That's horrible. I was so disappointed. And uh, then I thought, I asked. There was another thing. I thought that mm-hmm. whenever they first announced Silent Sanctuary, they said there was gonna be a whole extra area that would unlock later. And I'm thinking, wow. So later we're gonna get a whole new island, a whole new map. And that didn't happen, like, later on. It's okay, like you cave. can unlock a little cave. I mean, what the fuck is a little cave? What, I thought it was, I thought this is the reason that we were not getting Basha Zone and not getting Eureka Zone, is because they're giving us our own huge zones, but that's not really what happened either. Uh, so overall, I've been really, really, it, it's just, it's felt dead. Like, my animals don't feel like 
they're animals that I take care of. They feel like my bitches are dead. Collection. They feel like just they're uh, trophies in a museum because it don't, really doesn't matter what I feed them. It doesn't matter if I don't feed them. They just I haven't fed them. Sit there, and it just feels like they're not really living creatures. Um, and it's just been really I remember. Sad. I remember putting the alligator in there and being like. You better eat all of them when I stop doing this. <laughs> I know, like, it, it, they don't have, like, preferences or special th- behaviors or anything. They just kind of walk around, just like the minions. The minions, whenever they released the island, they said, oh, well, we have a really special surprise for you with the minions. And I was excited about that. The special surprise was that each minion has a chat bubble and says a thing. And then they walk around in a circle, like, forever. They don't, they're not really different from each other. It doesn't matter where you put the minions on the island. It just feels like nothing matters. It feels like nothing I do in there matters. And I just feel like they took the most sandbox, do what you want, uh, customizable content genre imaginable, which is, the, that's the that's why people like to play Stardew Valley, why they like to play Animal Crossing, because they can... Like, they can really customize it to completely feel like their own. And, in, for example, in Stardew Valley, things can go wrong. <laughs> That's part of why it's interesting to take care of your shit. Because if you don't plant your crops on time, you can lose them. Uh, because, like, if you didn't pl- plant your crops in the correct season, they can, uh, y- you can lose, you can lose your stuff. There can be a, a storm that can come through, and that can mess up everything. There can be new guests that show up, and, uh, of course, we don't expect it to be on the scale of Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley. Of course not. But I guess I just wanted the different features to feel like they had more life to them. And we're not all about this one most boring thing in the entire... I, I just don't know what they were thinking. I really don't. And so I've been really disappointed with that. I thought it was going to be the replayable casual content that I could come back and do over and over. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not. It's not been that. At least the rewards are better than Criterion. Uh, the, yes. And here's another... That's true. The rewards are better. Uh, again, we run into the same problem of once you get your rewards, you're kind of done. Though, so here's something that I'm actually discovering in talking to people who are happy with the state of Island Sanctuary. I'm talking to ca- really, truly casual players who are fine with it. And one thing that I'm learning is that I am not casual player. <laughs> I'm discovering that if you actually really do content episodes casually, like once a week for a couple hours here you and need there. the chart. Man, it's going to take so long for you to do that. It's going to take so long. It's going to last so much longer than it did or will for someone like me, where I want to put in a lot of time. And so for someone like me, it needs to be more replayable. You need the chart. You need the chart. The chart. It's the casual hardcore chart, and it's casual and hardcore on both the vertical and the horizontal, but one's time and one's activities. Oh, my gosh. I need that chart, yeah. Because I'm thinking figure- about that for my next video, and I've been really in a bit of a pickle. Because I thought I was trying to be casual, but I don't know shit about being casual. Well, you can you can be casual <laughs> in the way that you approach activities, but not be casual in the amount of like you can be a casual in 14, but spend 16 hours role playing in in the quicksands. Mm, that there's hardcore role play. Yeah, because there's hardcore <laughs> role play. You might be casual in one bit, but you're hardcore in another. 
Right, hard, there is a term. Casual hardcore and hardcore casual are real terms to define. It's much like the chaotic good versus, you know, true neutral. It's pretty much the same thing. That's why 5e got rid of that shit. Like, yeah. it's too, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. 5e got, got rid of that shit. All right. So the next piece of content I'm going to get into, okay. um, Deep Dungeon, which I personally thought was solid. I thought this iteration of Deep Dungeon was solid. Now, Zep, you had a few issues with it. You said that leveling Aetherpool was a pain and didn't really feel like it meant much. Uh, and yeah. now I'll admit, now I'll admit, um, some of the chests to get Aetherpool are a pain, like going out of your way to get them, like can be a bitch. Welcome to but Deep Dungeon. I feel like it added to, hmm? Welcome to Deep Dungeon. Oh, yeah, that's, Deep Dungeons always feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like it added <laughs> to the challenge generally, like, did they put a luring, luring trap next to the chest? Is this a mimic? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Aetherpool wise, the devs gave you plenty to work with and play with. So by the time you're on the higher floors, it's just non-issue. You're pretty much 99.99. Rewards wise, I will agree. There's no, there's really, there is a carrot at the end of the stick, but it, they make you repeat it. And once you do it, once you, get through to the top of it, to the top floor or the bottom, I guess. Um, what real reason? I, I, I'm not going back for accessories. So yeah. even if they look good here. Okay. So, well, you, the mount after you do it four times is the reason. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and then you do it the fifth for, I think the housing item. Yeah. So we had, we had this discussion when Angelus was on with deep dungeon mm-hmm. and you can sum it up like this palace of the dead, simplest mechanically, Long slog, bosses auto-attack like trucks. Auto-attacks and double autos are the most difficult thing other than the behemoth check. Heaven on high, shorter, everything hits like a monster truck, and the bosses take forever. Way more about managing resources. Mm -hmm. Orthos is don't fuck up, and if you get hit by anything, you're insta-dead, but otherwise you're perfectly safe, so just do the mechanics forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that in terms of all the content that they've released in Inwalker, Deep Dungeon is probably the strongest one outside of raid content. Um, it's probably the thing that I will be doing um, in the next few weeks. Like, I think I might go back and try to get uh, try to solo it because this is a really content that has, I think the probably biggest complaint I've heard and I think is valid about it is that it has not changed too much. Like they have really not wanted to deviate from this same formula. And uh, so that formula has become stale for a lot of people. Um, and again, a big reason that people do go back and do Deep Dungeon is because of the leveling. It usually can get really good XP, and people still do Palace of the Dead uh, for leveling and maybe even have it on high to an extent. Uh, but unfortunately, because there are more mechanics to be considered of in Orthos, there are less likely. Uh, it's, it's less, it's more risky, and so it's kind of not as worth to uh, do Eureka Orthos for leveling, and I feel like this is a really huge mistake because there are just not that many pathways to level in Endwalker for all jobs. Um, once because we don't have Baja to level with, we don't have okay. any other. So you want to know something <laughs> hilarious? <laughs> okay. You know what the fastest way from eighty to ninety is? I do. It's Sadnor. Right. Well, it's, it's right Southern Front, but it is it is Bojda. Yes. <laughs> Old content. It is Bozja. <laughs> you said awesome. we don't have Bozja to level, and I'm like, wow. 
We actually do. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. That's true. You can actually just go. Why are we saying we all miss Bosher? You can just do it. Just still this. It's not even deleted. You can actually just go back. I mean, I'm, I just joined the Eureka Discord. I'm probably be doing that. Figure, you know, whatever. I'll just start doing the old content. And <laughs> I don't like the new content. I, I make hundreds of millions of gil out of Eureka still to this day. So I'm not, yeah, uh, not so, complaining. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, in terms of the, like I said, in terms of the content in Walker released, I still think Deep Dungeon is pretty good, and I'm looking forward to doing it uh, solo. But uh, I will say that one of the reasons I mentioned Etherpool being a pain in the ass, it's always been a pain in the ass, it's always going to be, but uh, it's because it's a pain in the ass, it's harder to recruit friends to come in and go through that pain in the ass with you long term, time after time. And uh, I feel like as a social experience, if you want it to be, uh, if you want to go in with the group to Deep Dungeon, which is recommended if you're, if you don't want to make this an incredibly hardcore challenge, uh, if you want to, I wish they would just make it easier to uh, not make me, the player, have to campaign my friends to please, please join me. Please, please come with me and level up your ether pool. And I know, like, you don't care about the rewards that much, but it's like I, I don't want to. I want them to want to do it because the content has been incentivized. Uh, but again and again, they just have not been doing that within Walker content, and that's really frustrating. Like, we're seeing the lack of a relic in so many different ways. Because even before in Shadowbringers, you could get relic materials from doing Deep Dungeon. Uh, back then for the Basha Relic. And now uh, it's just I hate having to work so hard to convince people to play the damn game and do the content that I'm telling them is fun. Like, I hate having to be like, look, this is going to be fun. We're going to have fun. Just please believe me. 2023 like, is crazy. also not the year to do that because God. you can't. Right. Do you know what's come out this year? Like... Yeah, and I was going to get to that later. Like, and now, now, Zeppeli, you had a whole thing about, well, <laughs> go play other stuff. And you don't like, uh, you don't like that statement. God. Now, I'm so you, like, we'll get to that later, but <laughs> we, I got a thing for that. I got like, I, I've got an entire list, but we'll get to that. Okay. Now, another piece of content. Um, we talked about this earlier a little bit. PvP. Yeah. yeah. Right now, it's way better. Than it oh, yeah. has been. Uh, um, uh, Crystalline Conflict uh, was definitely much needed in in kind of reviving PvP a little bit. And I feel like with along with Crystalline Conflict, like everything kind of just trickled into place with stuff like Revival Wings and you know the PvP community, you know, kind of giving life back into PvP, sort of. Oh so, yes. Um, I don't know if y'all have talked to, uh, uh, Brian. P yeah, uh, Brian, Brian? Brian Ricardo, oh, okay. uh, yeah. who runs the PvP community stuff, but they are freaking amazing. I always try to tell people, please like, just go join the revival discord if you're interested in PvP, because they are doing so much amazing work, getting people actually involved in some of this content that's very difficult to queue for. Normally, uh, like I really think PVP, they have made amazing steps in the right direction in Endwalker. The revamp of rewards was 
huge. Uh, I'm really happy about what they've made, <laughs> the implementation, a bit lacking, but huge step in the right direction that I thought I would never see in a million years. So that uh, crystalline conflict is fun, and I, I do really like it. But, again, we have the same issue that we've had for every th single thing we've talked about and probably will talk about today, which is... The carrot. <sighs> the carrot. The carrot. It's weird. I, so I mean, that's why you're so upset about it, because you just, you're a bunny, so you really want carrot. <laughs> I really, you want, really the want the carrot. Exactly. I really want the carrot. But, uh, it's <laughs> just not enough carrot. Endwalker, not enough carrots. Not Lopra, enough carrots. Lopra, Lopra approved review. Yes. Uh, in fact, in MSQ, we had to convince <laughs> them to have less carrots. Yes. Uh, the thing is, and I didn't like that part of the Mace request, by the way. I really didn't like being forced to say, uh, sorry, I don't, I'm tired of your carrots. I don't want your carrots. Are you kidding me? Why would I say that? That, was so, that broke my immersion. <laughs> completely. <laughs> anyway, um, about PvP. So the issue is, I was I was so happy that they revamped the rewards and they made this system, this battle pass type system where you can just PvP a lot and you get rewards. I was like, hooray! They finally listen. They they see that we need people to keep playing the game between patches, and this is going to last from patch to patch, and everybody's going to get their rewards. It's awesome. It's going to keep people playing. Uh, but then I did it. I went hard the first, uh, first season and, uh, I got crystal rank and I had such a fun Same. time playing the uh, crystal and conflict. Everybody I know was playing. It was really good. But then I found out I got to the end of the whole battle pass in like a week. It took like one week. Yes, I was playing a lot, but I wasn't playing, like, all day, every day. Like, sometimes people are like, oh, Zeppelin, your problem is you're just playing for 16 hours a day. No, I'm not. I was playing a normal amount. <laughs> just, like, I would say a moderate amount. Not. It's I'll tell crazy. you what. I'll tell you what. You're playing a normal amount for you. That's... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're but not playing 16 not... hours a day, but six hours a day is a lot more than a lot of people can afford. So, mm -hmm. the thing is, uh, it just... How long did it take you? Like two, like a week? Two weeks? Uh, what, to, to get, get crystal? I don't even remember. No, to get all the rewards from the... The battle, yeah, I, those two things happened in tandem. I didn't have to do both. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, the thing is, uh, now and since, uh, the ranked queues for Crystal and Conflict take 30 minutes at least to get into because after the first couple of weeks when the new rewards come out, people stop doing it. They just completely stopped doing ranked. And uh, I've seen people complain about this, and whenever people complain about it, they're told, oh, well, why didn't you do it when it came out? No one's doing it now. You should know better. And this is absolutely wild to hear people say, like, this is just accepted. This is just the norm. And, uh, like, we've all just kind of accepted that, well, the game, the PvP is still going to be dead after the first week or two. Unless you want to do casual matches, which do pop, thankfully. Uh, so, at least that's something. Uh, you can easily queue into the casual matches. And, again, like I said before, if you want to do more than that, I, I recommend joining one of these PvP discords. Uh, I, I strongly recommend doing that. But yeah. I will admit, I will admit, 
casual, like in you know, you like your your front lines, your front lines dailies are fun. Like I do that shit for shits and gigs. Like mm-hmm. it, it actually is fun for front lines. Yeah, I personally yeah. have found casual crystalline conflict to be not fun. Unless I'm on a job that I don't know how to play that well, then I will do casual. But if I'm really trying to win and I want everyone to feel like they're also trying to win, that's fun for me in PvP. <laughs> so that's why I prefer. I was just, yeah, I was I just mean, saying, I in casual, I, I, I went, I went monk in casual, crystalline, and it was like I walked over to the playground and started just kicking small children down the, down the, all the playground equipment. And also, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, uh, that they don't want to do more to clear the battle pass. They don't want to be asked to do more. They don't want there to be more incentivization to get them to do. Like, you don't want to work for your and, uh, carrot? What? I, I do. Don't want to grow I, the I, carrot. I, Just give me the carrot. They don't want to grow sh- the carrot. I'm not surprised by this because this is something I hear often. And the thing that I'm hearing often from people when I say, oh, well, but I, what if I wanted to be, like, full-time PvP player? Like, what if I wanted to do Crystalline Conflict? I mean, Crystalline Conflict ranked player. Like, that's my main game. That's my end game. People say, well, then you're playing the wrong game. People say, oh, you want to play PvP as your end game? You're, then why are you playing Fall of War This is side content in this game. So uh, they, it's very dismissive. And uh, another thing that I, I hear when I say that I want there to be perhaps a ranked team queue, everybody's in teams and you can queue when I suggest that people get mad about that too because then they say oh but if there's that then there will be less players in casual queue and then the community we just don't have enough people doing it to split the community like that and now it's going to take longer for the casual queue and this is a casual side stuff so forget about it and it's just kind of like well then where where do we go from here like do we just okay I guess we're all just accepting that we're only going to have the uh like serious attitude towards a ranked crystal and conflict for the first couple of weeks of a major patch. And that's all fine. That's okay. You want me to pay $15 to play for one or two weeks of PVP if that's all I care about. We're all just going to be fine with that. Yeah, and then crazy. just stop. And it'll stop? Yeah, just stop. This is, you realize that like, you pay a sub every month. But then, well, that's why you, you turn it off. <laughs> we, we pay, again, I'm so well, over this. We pay that sub the bitch at, the bitch at CBU3. That's why we pay that sub. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, we could be a hater for free, but we pay that sub to bitch at CBU3. I mean, I don't know. I've paid my know. sub six months at a time. Even my 11 sub is still going, so who am I to talk about? I, don't know I also pay it six months at a time. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to be – look, I'm the kind of person I – will, I will always be subbed. I will always be playing no matter what, okay? Unless they delete Viera, I'm not going anywhere. Well, I'm emailing Yoshi P. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Suddenly, you can hear that. Did, I can sense. Did you, did you play League ever, Zapplo? No. Okay. At one every, po- time I, oh. every time I uh, ask people if I should play League, no, they the all say no. Yeah, that's they all say no. It's the only no. game I've ever I've ever heard about where all the players that play it tell me not to play it. Yeah. So it, I was, <laughs> there's, there was a point in that game, like maybe eight years ago at this point, where as part of a story <laughs> event, a character that you can play as died and they made them unplayable and ranked and casual and everything. <laughs> and everyone lost it. There was, they were like, yeah. this is the dumbest thing you could ever do. And I imagine that happening for Vieira, just like all Vieiras have to be race changed. <laughs> I would be so, I would riot. I would fly over there. I would absolutely lose it. I would go nuclear. So, yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> uh, the PvP community is a blessing. They are there. Uh, they are keeping PvP active if you do want to make PvP your end game. I, I'm always, every time it comes up, I'm just shouting from the rooftops, telling people to go join the Revival Wings Discord and, uh, like, let, get involved, meet the other people that want, want that and want more for PvP in the game. Because a lot of other people I, I kinda will feel, just be very dismissive. I will, I will say this. I kind of feel like, uh, Rival Wings is kind of incentivized now with yeah. the, the Montems. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Montems is, uh, right. I think they usually do put Rival Wings. For the mantra, yeah, they do every time. Every time, yeah. Uh, so it's free, pretty. Free it chicken. is popping off right now. Actually, it's a great time to check out PvP. To be honest, yeah. yeah. So it's it's getting better. Look, it's they have better. a lot of work. Uh, they have a lot of work to do with PvP, and I think one of the biggest hurdles that they have is overcoming player perception about pvp and like making players want to give a shit that pvp is better <laughs> god you're lucky you were yeah. not around in patch 2.2 yeah because 2.2 uh, is like when the fold was added our first i'm sorry 2.1 i believe is when the fold was added uh is when our one of the two is when our first pvp map was added and the sheer amount of why are you wasting your time even adding this to your game was like yes yeah yes that still exists. Uh, yeah, no, it's been that way since the fold degree. came out. Yeah. Anytime you suggest PvP improvements, people get really worried that it's going to be like you're taking into you're taking away time, from my you're opens up away list. development time from Island Sanctuary. From <laughs> How about we can PvP in Island Sanctuary? Okay, so give me a Hide and give seek. me a Gladiator Arena that I can build in my island. And then I can PvP with other players. And if I win, then I get like a buff for my island. Banning all people. No, no, no. What you do, what you do, what you do is make one really, really big island. And you, <laughs> and you put 99 people on that island and, and, and they drop in at different places and they'll have to go and, and pick up, pick up Aetherpool. Yeah. You don't understand and yes. why. We almost yes. had this. You know that, right? With Blue Mage, the Blue Mage. Battle Royale mode that they wanted to add. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you start with well, you start with no spells. You got to find them. You got to go find them, learn them on the map. Yeah. That's. I, I, want, I want. I want. I would like to have the battle arena for Blue Mage. That would be really fun. The Gladiator Arena. That's already canonical. Like there's no there's a that's lore accurate. That would happen. Blue Mage fighting. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Just trying to make use of the island. I mean, I'm already, I already have, like, a ton of crocodiles in my farm. Blue so. Mage is, like, for me, the number one missed opportunity. And not because I want it to be a full job, but because I never fully embraced what it is. I wanted I wanted a deep dungeon where you start with just water cannon. You have to learn the spells from the monsters in deep dungeon yeah. as you're going through. Wanted oh. ultimate, wanted, yeah. They, they, they had the cool PvP idea. mode idea, yeah. There's always a ton of things that I wanted them to do with Blue Mage that they never did and they will never do, and I know that. Deep Dungeon was such a good idea with Blue Mage. Why would they do that? Now I want that. Why you tell me that? <laughs> I'm here, I'm here to, I, I brought my shovel for you. Now I have another, I have a, a dream that will never come a to fruition. Now that you have said this. I can give the, you more. Do you think that Blue Mage should have just been solo content only? 
Probably would have been better at this point. Or is it fine? Do you, do you think that the rating... The rating's rating. great on it, great. but if that's not... This is a case... So in some cases, they don't tell us what to expect. In this case, they did and they lied. <laughs> because they called it a solo-oriented job because of the mass carnival only. That's why they called it a solo-oriented job. Because oh. the carnival is solo. But the carnival. The carnival is like... Yeah, I, that's the majority. Like, any casual player, that's going to be where they stop Blue Mage. They, if they do it at all, they do the carnival and they stop. They don't go do the raids. But now, every because you get, like, one carnival match per patch, the only thing people associate it with is the raids. And they haven't added a new mount since it was first introduced. So What? Yeah, it's only the there's more not a new, There's not the new mount for... Like, do you think they will? They, the well, if they haven't by now, I have no faith. So, no. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, there's so many fun things they could do with Blue Mage. Um, it's like, could be really excellent mid-core content, but. I told you we have Savage. Afraid. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. If PF, you mean. No, just Savage. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really loved getting all of the spells. For Blue Mage, doing the little scavenger hunt to get all the spells was really enjoyable. Um, but after that, I had that thing happen again where I did something I really enjoyed and then I got everything I needed and then I felt like, well, okay, well, I guess that's, uh, I guess that's it. That's I guess it. I'll wait, I'll wait now until mm-hmm. next time that they yep. add new spells for me to get. And this yep. happens again and again and again and it starts to kind of drive me crazy because it's like, <laughs> And then occasionally, sometimes the Mog Tomes let you break out the Blue Mage, and you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah, that's the main use. People are people rem, like remember Blue Mage exists every time there's a Mog Tome. Okay, Except this one. this one. Not this time. This no, time, it's, it's one Warrior, seven DPS, P1, or PvP, and MSQ Roulette. Uh-huh. So it's kind of not. It's, it's benched. Yeah, there's not a Fates. Fates was also a great thing for the Relic. Oh man, it's a sad, Don't. it's a sad expansion for Blue Stop. Mages because the farming with the. I mean, you can you can <laughs> farm the uh, the Wivray much easier now with Blue Mage because you can do it in Shadowbringers instead of because there's the it's the same currency between Shadowbringers and Endwalker. If uh, you really want to farm, what is it, five hundred thousand Fate Seals in order to get the Wivray without spending any gil? Oh my god. I have the, the Wyvern, by the way. You, you did it. You yeah, did it. I, I, I farmed, I think I farmed 30 vouchers. They're 500 bicolor gemstones per voucher. I think I farmed 30 vouchers, and then I bought the other 20. How much was it? I think I spent like I 12 million on those 20 vouchers. What? Yeah. It was like a... It what? Vouchers what? make money. Yeah, oh yeah. Did, did you know all the Eureka bots moved to Fates just to sell vouchers? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so people can buy that now. Is there anything else you can buy with vouchers that you would care about nope. besides that? That's them? it. It's the the that's it. Oh, wait. No, no, no. There's the, there's the wings. There's wings. The wings. Yeah. Yeah. The wings. But the mountain. Yeah, the wings. demon wings. That's it. So, yeah. the, but I mean, again, we come to the issue of the gill feels like it's not really worth enough. Because I hear that and I'm like, oh, I could make bank, but I also could kind of don't care because I don't really need milk, uh, the gill for anything. Did you say you don't need milk? <laughs> I must said milk. I must said milk. Yeah. I it needs milk. I don't need any milk. 
Yeah, I, I already have plenty. I, I wake up every morning and I'm um, milking the almonds. I hate say. milk. <laughs> That's based. I, I, I refuse That's to have milk in my house. Good, same. That's plant-based. No, I mean even okay. almond milk. I refuse to have all milk. Uh, I, oh, well, that's fine, too. What if I want to make biscuits? No, you can't. You need to use soy milk or hemp milk or cashew milk. I will buy a small milk. thing of milk for recipes <laughs> only. If you, yeah, if you don't get out of my face with that hemp, you say, I ain't using that shit to make some fucking biscuits. You've never, never had a hemp biscuit before? Hemp biscuit? Hell I no. I certainly have. Quite a few of those. <laughs> yeah, you know that's legal here, though. Sly, Sly, Sly got real country real quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Almond milk. For fucking what? It's good. Never squeezed an almond hard mm -hmm. enough to get milk out of it. Sly. It has nipples. Yeah, one. No, it has. What is one nipple? You have to get it two has, almonds. Yes, correct. You already know all about this. I, I do a lot of plant-based <laughs> stuff. Just, you know, I don't have milk. You know all about it already. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried to, like, start on a, a tangent about... Nipples uh, or almonds? <laughs> about in Walker. Because I don't know, like, if you want to, like, hit each piece of content one after another or what. So I'm like, we talked about PPP. Talked about Blue Mage, talked about Island, talked about mm -hmm. story quest. Um, Can I just say, I'm glad that we actually. So, I would like to rebuttal your statement that the trial is MSQ. Okay. Because Pandemonium is, is MSQ. <laughs> 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 and the trial oh series God. is the side story. <laughs> Shit, you're right. It's oh just MSQ, we only get every two patches instead of one. Oh my God, you're right. <sighs> Can I just Can say. There's nothing that pisses me off in this game more than the fact that Nier got a pa an update every patch, even between raids, and Pandemonium and Ivalice and and everything else didn't. But Nier, they said, let's fucking put 15 minutes of you talking <laughs> to dwarves in between every patch. And I was like, stop. Yes. Stop it. Nier. I, I, I just, we don't talk about Nier. I'm just listen. If the, I was, I'm okay that they did it for near. The problem is, it's the only thing they did it for, and never did it in anything else. Yeah, well, that's not true. The point three patch always has like sapphire weapon or the Genbu fight with Tataru running around. Like it's had that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah or, uh, the, I, yeah. I think with near, they saved a lot of money on the writing. So they they just uh, didn't really spend a lot of time writing a good story for Nier. So they had to use all that extra money, and they could put it towards the uh, other stuff. So that's why. I have a kindred spirit here. <laughs> I was honestly so pissed about the Nier raids uh, that it made Every, me mad. And everybody was so Tari. excited for it. There were people who so genuinely like, yeah. love it. And I know all the yeah. and near lore. Like, I understand all the implications of it hurting. Mm -hmm. I know it all. I just still don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, why? <clears throat> My ass was just probably only like, why? Why is yeah, this? Like, like, yeah, like, you know how much more I'd love the, the Alliance Raid series here if in between patches I just got to go to their sanctuary and just, like, fucking chill with them or, like, tour around Eorzea with them? It'd be a short-lived experience, but a good experience. Yeah, yeah. 
I wish I could bring the NPCs back to my island. Like, <laughs> whenever they announced island, I imagined that I would be able to bring a Stinian to my island, and he'd be able to, like, stand on the beach with his shirt off with the wind blowing in his Doing hair push and stuff. No, he's got to do beach push-ups. Yeah, oh, my God, and beach push-ups. That's what I thought was going to happen. And I thought that I could go, like, go get in the water and pretend to be drowning, and then he would come and rescue me like a lifeguard. But that never happened. In slow motion, though. In slow motion with, like, the music playing. You're drowning at normal speed, dragon but he's running at you playing. in slow motion. <laughs> his dragon song is playing. Oh, my God. Yeah, but none of that happened. What the hell? <laughs> I did put him on my beach. I got the little Estonian Quick and side note. He walks around the beach. <laughs> Quick side note. Are y'all getting the Aorti Academy book? Uh, the, yes. the manga, you mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. I'm never going to do anything with it. And I've already read everything Audrey said about it, so. I could. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, I definitely want that. Definitely want okay. to get it. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. For sure, yeah. But speaking of the alliance raids, there are some good alliance raids in Inwalker. Yeah. I actually did easy, not mention but, yeah. I realized after I made my video that I had not, I had neglected to mention the alliance raids. And the reason for that is because they're good. I like them. <laughs> so in the video, I'm thinking about all the stuff that I was mad about. And then afterward, I'm like, well, of course I didn't mention the Alliance Raid. Because I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I liked it for what it is. For the spectacle that it is. For the music. For the the beautiful characters and, and Novka, right? And all that stuff. So I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I actually like the story uh, for the Alliance Raid. It's a very simple story, but still intriguing. And that gave me a lot of hope for Dontra because they said in a live letter, I think, that um, maybe it was at the last fan fest that the writers for the Alliance Raid series were some of the younger, newer writers on the team. And so this tells tells me that those are going to be some of the same people working on Dawn Trail, and I think that is really hopeful. Uh, so I liked it. Uh, now, there's been a lot of criticisms about the actual mechanical experience like actually the fights themselves especially for the second mm -hmm. alliance raid that we got and i think those concerns are completely valid but uh, especially yeah. compared to the first raid the first raid it seemed like they they took some more there were more iconic moments i guess like with fighting a Byragot and he has like you know the blocks and the, the hammer and you could fall off fighting on Volger's hand, yeah. the hand, the hand, the builder, the, yeah, the scale, so, the scales. There was these yeah. really cool, iconic things that you think back. Everybody remembers all those, and that, mm -hmm. that I felt like that's peak Alliance raid content of what they want it to be, where everyone can have fun. It doesn't have to be that hard, but there's still some cool things going on. But with the second one, it kind of felt like more of a snooze mechanically, even though I loved the spectacle of it. It felt a lot more like just watching a movie. And uh, so that, I think, affected the replayability of it, because if it feels just like watching a movie, then you probably don't want to watch your favorite movie over and over and over again. Like, yeah, even you if say that, but that my dad watched love. Gladiator so much fun. <laughs> it was on TV all the time. You just rewind it and play it again. I don't want to see Russell Crowe anymore. I don't I don't yeah. ever want to see Russell Crowe again. <laughs> I honestly can't think of a movie that I would. Well, except Lord of the Rings. But, uh, look, it's not Lord of the Rings. Okay, it's, <laughs> it's good, but it's not, like, going to change my life or anything. 
so it's just, it's fine for what it is. Uh, I would like it to have been a little more. But again, Alliance Raids have had and probably will always have the same issue with every piece of content that they make. It keeps having since forever, which is once people get their glam, once people get their minion, if they care about that, they're done. They're done. And they just feel like they don't need to go back. Maybe some people will do the uh, raid roulettes though, and since they're fixing the raid cheesing, that's probably going to help a lot with more people doing that content, which is really good. Uh, but a lot of people I've found just like to do the roulettes because it's a habit, uh, because it's just a thing that they like. To, that's part of their daily routine, and so they log in and do that each time, and it's just like, well, you know, it's, I don't need to be titillated. It didn't need to be funny. I'm glad you made it funny. <laughs> it didn't need to be. Uh, but some people are very titillated by this new raid, especially the Nofika part. Yeah, yeah it's my two favorite parts very... of the raid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when they said during the live letter, like, no, we're not showing. We're, we're not. We have no reason to not show her from the front. And then we saw her. And we're like, they had two reasons not to show her from the front. And we lied about both of them. <laughs> yes. Yes. I remember that. That was so funny. They really, uh, they knew, they know what the people want. Yeah, now they're they titillated did, all right. They, they, they delivered on the Alliance Raid. However, about the Alliance Raid, one more thing. I think a lot of us were expecting the final boss to be Helone. And by the way, Helone as a fight feels like a final boss fight more than the Menfina fight does. And we were expecting, uh, Ishgard song because for the pre- first one we got the old Oz song which was so cool which is why and i expected Nemea actually everybody was like wow awesome so this alliance raid series we're gonna be celebrating each city state and like the song will be celebrating that town like we're gonna have one for Gridania. we're gonna have one for Lindsay. Yeah, cool i would love a Nofica and song. uh yeah it just didn't really it was really strange that they did it this way but I can't complain too much because the song, the Menfina song, is probably my favorite song they made. It's probably one of my favorite songs they've ever made. So I'm happy with it. But uh, I think that it did subvert some expectations. I, I think it's kind of a nitpick. Yeah. I have another nitpick really about nitpick. the Menfina fight, though. Huge nitpick. You Good cannot dog. add a giant wolf and not have people ask for it as a mount. <laughs> yes! They yeah, made a huge mistake. Every, every time they that's add true. something that looks like it could be a mount, and then yeah. they don't add it as a like like I'm waiting like I can't wait for the pandemonium mount. It's gonna be my favorite. And I may and I, when you press one, I hope it just says I I'll give you special cells every time you press the mount action. Oh my god, don't don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare say that. I've been avoiding Savage for like two weeks. <laughs> But every now and then, imagine I feel, being like, I'm at a hunt train and all yours. I'll give you special no! self just no! layered over, over and over. No, no. oh God! So said Mob Station has entered the chat. <laughs> oh my God, that's so evil. <laughs> yeah, they put it on the Mob Station. They actually will. I would bet anything that. Oh, I bet. They, I bet anything they'll do it. They absolutely will do it. Hey, what do you think about them making the axolotl the raid mount? Is that okay? Because shouldn't raiders not get cute mounts? Aren't the cute mounts only for Mog Station? 
Because raiders are cute themselves. They're so cute. Yeah, we're the cutest. Look, look at this guy. Look, look at this guy right here. He's so cute. He's so cute. He's such a cute raider. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, true. Moe, okay. Moe. Okay, true. Yeah. Yeah. You do not put cute mounts behind sweaty, try hard content. Did you see that copy pasta? No, I've seen it. I've, I've, oh! I've, I gotta find it. I gotta find yeah. it for the, you. The, um, the axolotl is a pretty good running joke. It just didn't expect it to run so far. Oh, because it's. <laughs> because. It, oh. Yeah. yeah. No, because that's 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 the whole point is that it's the axolotl is lost the whole time and it gets so lost it becomes the mount. I found it. I found it. Here, I'm gonna send it to you. This is the uh the copy pasta about the axolotl. Can I am beyond it? livid that the axolotl mount is locked behind sap oh hold on, let me actually visit the site or it's gonna get cut off here. Let's see. Make the axolotl okay. mount Oh I did see this actually. You did? Yeah, I did. I did actually see this. Right. Yeah, make the axolotl mount and drop from the ether font instead of savage now. All now, caps. now. I'm beyond livid that the axolotl mount is locked behind savage. After I submitted a report in game, the GMs told me to post on the official forums instead. Here's the thing, Square Enix. Forward this thread to the developer who approved this and let them read this word by word. You do not put cute mounts behind savage ever. Savages for neckbeard no-lifers who play this game 24-7. Give them a crappy Magitek mount or something, but cute mounts do not belong to raiders. You're yeah. insulting all your customers by locking one of the most popular mounts this patch behind an activity no one wants to do. I feel cheated out of my $15. Next time, cute mounts need to be available in content that everyone does or the mob station. <laughs> I feel cheated out of my $15. Now put it on the mock station so I can pay $30 for it. Please. No one does this. Why would they put it in content when I could have just paid for it? This is some bullshit. I'm already paying. Don't they know I want to give them money? No, oh, no, the, it doesn't even the end actual, there. Wait, wait. Notice that the actual person who who made the post, their character name, their character name is Paying Customer. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Paying I'm a paying customer. Sorry, but you, you must lack common sense. Cute mounts. cute mounts cannot be locked behind boring content no one wants to do. Forcing people to do Savage <laughs> and have to fight with neckbeards for a cute mount is incredibly offensive. Actually, yes, that would be far better because $18 is nothing to anyone who has a full-time job. Meanwhile, having to do Savage means wasting countless hours doing boring content. The only troll here is the Raiders who want to deny other people cute mounts. How did your oh parents God. raise you? Oh my god. So you have been denying me the cute mounts this whole time? How did your parents raise you? This person the is raiders, a top. Like this, you. this person's a top tier baiter. I, I gotta say, I really, I really I really appreciate this person. Have a cute mount. It's because of you. You know oh what? Oh my god. The sad reality is I say they're 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 a great baiter, but I genuinely can't tell the I don't difference know. That's anymore. why it's a good that's why it's That's why it's baiter. good, yeah. That's why it's good. It's so good. <laughs> There's a picture of the Ramu mount with bunny ears. I'm guessing that's because the person behind them is uh, wearing the bunny ears. That would have been, made it better. The Ramu mount. Why am I? Are you trying to suggest the Ramu? the Ramu mount isn't cute? And he's the ultimate neckbeard mount. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I mean, yeah. Take that back right now. 
take that back right now. Ramu is so cute. And he would be so upset if he heard what people were saying that they thought he wasn't cute. I, I will say this. Can I also give Stormblood credit for being the only expansion with a dungeon that has a mount as a, as a drop? Uh, I mean, I can because it's true, but can, I'm going to say it, so yeah. Oh, from the dungeon? Alamigo? From Alamigo. Yeah, they added it later, but they still did it. For Alamigo! Oh, yeah. Well, in 6.5, it would be for Alafrigo. I, I remember that. The first time I got it, I accidentally passed on it. I rolled a 96 and got outrolled by a 98. I've since gotten it from Mog. Yeah, Fuck yeah the, first time, the first time I saw it, I accidentally passed on it. You passed? It's just habit. I was so fucking mad. I was so fucking mad. (laughs) Just habit. Oh, no. How much more did you have to do it to finally get it after you've done it? Uh, not not that much, honestly. I eventually got it. Yeah, but but were you bitter the whole time? That day, I was mad as fuck. That day, I was mad (laughs) as fuck. I'm not even gonna lie. God. I'm so There's sorry. literally a poster that says, as a neckbeard no-lifer, I'm not very happy it's a savage mount, but at least it's not P10 as the mount. <laughs> very specifically glad it's not P10. I'll I give mean... you special cells. Special cells. <laughs> at least it's not P10, true. I think that's something we can all agree on. It's not, not that. No, no, I disagree. Thank God. What? Which, no, no, what? No. no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I just after what I just said with the "I'll give you special cells" mount action, you think Would I you? wouldn't want that? You know how but, much I'd harass people with that thing in hunt trains. Okay, so maybe like if you turn them out left, then it does its head like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to think about it. It's so cursed. Does it's will so it cursed. will be able to drift like the Mamashiba? Everything oh yeah, drifting. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all know more about that than me. I've never tried to drift. Now, Zepzep, so no, yeah. we 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 had to we had to come to this point. Okay. Um, you know, we we talked about you know a lot of things that are wrong in Walker. Yes. But Zep, there's a solution. Why don't you go play other <laughs> stuff? Uh, well, the thing is that there's just, it's hard for me to play other stuff because there's so many characters in Endwalker that are so, like, iconic that I don't want to be far away from. That, like, really, Endwalker um, helped me get to know them so much better. Like, for example, I got really close to Asterion in Endwalker. That's a really good character. And uh, another one is Halson. Like, I think these are really good characters that they added that I've enjoyed so much in Endwalker. And uh, I love that they've added the sex scenes and the romance options also. Like, it's been so cool. That's what the body pillow's for back then, Yeah, right? I just love, I love Endwalker because I got to get to know all these characters really well. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you start playing Baldur's Gate 3, you're going to not ever stop playing that game. You know, I like, am. I am. I just, I just finished oh, this. Okay. I, we just well, finished this week. <laughs> but, uh, we just yeah, finished like, this week. God, it makes me so mad when people say this because. Why does it make you mad, though? Because it's the same as telling people to just quit. It's the exact same. It's no, not it's telling them to take a break. Oh, no. It's telling them to take a break. It okay. sounds nicer, but that's bullshit. Because what's the practical difference between someone saying, I quit, and then they're gone for six months and they come back, and then someone saying, oh, We're I not break. saying don't come back, though. 
We're not saying, yeah, go off, <laughs> go fuck off and play this other game and don't come back. Like, no. we're eventually coming. Okay. All right. All right, Zeb. I'll okay. give you this. Okay. Like, 2022, we really didn't have a lot. We, we, we had a lot of time with Ed Walker, but there wasn't a lot that was keeping us from it. Uh, what kept you from Ed Walker in 2022? In 2022? Happy. Uh, nothing. Everything. Sly, Square, no. Square occupied my life for four months by oh, releasing yeah, a game. That's right. That's every the other Square fucking week your money. between yeah, September yeah, yeah, and December. Yeah. That's why I wasn't affected because Square was taking all of your money. An Elden Ring. So, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was Elden Ring. Oh the yeah, game. Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. True, yeah. true. Elden Ring. But I will say this. Okay. I'll say like, you you had a bad 2022 as a square as a square fanatic. Yes. Let's talk about 2023's episode. Okay. This year alone, and not in any particular order. RE4 remake, Diablo 4, Tears of the Kingdom, fuck Honkai, Octomath Traveler 2, Wild Hearts, and as of recent, Final Fantasy 16, Baldur's Gate, Armored Core 6, and Starfield. And it, it's going to get worse. Spider-Man 2 is coming out soon. It is stacked. It is a stacked year. We are blessed. So if they were going to pick a year to have a, you know, worst expansion, they picked the best one. So I guess we we should be glad. And we're not saying that we're like, like these are temporary experiences. Except anything Hoyoverse, because, I mean, you're fucking stuck in that land if you really... Like, if you're playing Genshin or fucking Honkins, you're, you're kind of stuck there. But these are temporary experiences. Yeah, I, that wasn't a call out to use up, I know. But so, <laughs> I'm just looking at like, my... Like, if you're playing Genshin or Honkins, you're kind of fucking stuck in, in that bed you made. Um, but these are temporary experiences. We're not gone for, for too long. We'll come back and, you know, we'll... Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 A, see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know. Don't these, do it. These are... Don't do it. These are temporary experiences. We're what not telling people to fuck off and then just out. not come back. Hmm? I'm trying to think. Well, it's like if they picked an, if they picked a year to release the worst thing. I'm trying to think of what came out the year Heaven's Word came out. Uh, 2015? Yeah. Because that, know, then you your statement, I, I have to check the validity of your statement. <laughs> by saying what came 2016, out. 2016 <clears throat> was P5. <clears throat> Here's oh, yeah. the issue. Here's the issue. Every other game is going to be working very hard to make sure that you get hooked on their game. Like the, they, every other game that I think of is going like to be busting their asses to get you hooked in and keep playing because that is the normal philosophy that game devs have. What Yoshi P says and his philosophy of, oh, just go do whatever you want. Like that we, we, we have celebrated with Yoshi P for that over the years because, uh, it's, it's unique. It's kind of different in the gaming mm-hmm. sphere. And uh, there's a lot of good to be said for that. I, I don't want people to get get it wrong and think that, oh, I just want people to be logged into the game all the freaking time. What I want is it to be a harder decision for people to walk away. And whenever people do walk away, I want them to feel like they have good reasons to return more often than for an expansion launch. Because uh, it's just so easy, maybe easier than it's ever been, for people to walk away from the game, take that break, go play that other game, and then they get really hooked on that other game. And what's going to pull them back in? Like, we, we got to work a little harder to get people back in the tractor beam of FFXIV or the game just won't you, maintain social groups. You're talking about a man who knows other devs. You're talking about a man who knows Tsujimoto from Capcom. Well, he knows Yoshino from Atlas. Like, 
he he knows he is aware of these other games. He is he probably plays these other games in time. He, he you're talking about a man who who knows um Naoki Yoshida from Final Fantasy 16. You know, you know we're, we're talking about a man who knows people. Mm-hmm. And and he he is aware that there is stuff out there other than Final Fantasy 14. I mean, fuck. Like I thought people were rabid for fucking 16. The minute fucking metaphor comes out next year, even like that's going to be a Dawn Trail year. Bro, you ain't seen me for a couple weeks. There will not be a stand around for until I fucking platinum, platinum that game. Like y'all ain't seen me for a good amount of time. I've been waiting on that game for a damn near 10 years. Like I was about the same as fucking Armor Core 6. Y'all ain't going to see me until I platinum that game. I'm just saying. I I I prefer having things this way, not to this degree. I think yeah, I've gone too I, far. I generally agree. Um, it's been this way forever. Yes, and that is for one very particular reason. When they try to make too many things that make you feel like you want to play, which they've never had an issue with, they've never had too many things that make you sit down and feel like you have to play the game all the time. And yes, I am referring to WoW design where they do that. Yes. If you if you stop playing WoW at any point, coming back feels like the worst thing you've ever had to do. <laughs> it's Pretty much better universal. than Dragonflight. Yep, I've heard, which is important, and it's good to acknowledge. Um, when people willingly step away from a game, they're also far more willing, or I guess casually step away from a game. They're just, they don't even really think about it. It's like, I'm playing this new thing I haven't really played in a while. They're less hostile to the idea of playing again. Whereas when you burn out of a game because you've played it too much, you feel more hostile towards returning <clears> to the game. Yes. So um, they've uh, they've 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 tried to stay on one spectrum. They're just too far this time. That's it. Yeah, I just think it's just a is. little too far. And this is bit. why I really like to talk about this as a, the idea of a spectrum. With one end of the spectrum being World of Warcraft, a game that had it tr- in the past really pushed you to play all the time and it was punishing to take steps away nobody wants that i don't want that uh and Mm -hmm. fsv has always been on the other way other side with way less pressure to play and i think that what generally works better is not negative reinforcement not like oh god uh we're gonna punish people for not playing enough or if you're not here at this time and then you're gonna fall behind that's not i don't think that's the way it's never been the way that's worked for fxv and it's never gonna work for fxv the only thing that is gonna work is having content that's attractive and fun that people want to do because it is fun, <laughs> that it's like, oh, there's a lot of people doing it. There's like a little buzz around it. Um, and that's what we've had time and again in the past uh, because that's really the, probably the big reason why I, I think people miss Baja. They miss these big exploration zones because they felt lively. They just felt like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, I don't have to do this. It's optional. But I want to do it because there are lots of people doing it. And I can hang out with them. And I can take a break when I want to. And I've always, 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 for years and years, talked about how wonderful that is for FXV. And I stand by that. But you have to acknowledge when this philosophy can get to an unhealthy extreme, far off the other end, where people feel like there is so little pressure and that's that there's uh, no real re- no real pool, no real allure to do anything right now uh, because there's nobody else really doing it right now, so I could just do it next year. You have to acknowledge that this is dangerous and is damaging to the uh, 
social cohesion of social like people being around if you have everybody as a business model yeah like as a business model i thought like yeah like early on for me playing this game as a business model i thought like yeah that's kind of fucked up but you know you know go ham you know we can do other shit yeah but at the same time like i i, I kind of love that because i cannot for the life of me I mean, even though this is like my main game, I cannot be beholden to one game. I can't. Yes. Especially when, when there are so many good series. Again, shit. Like, the minute Metaphor comes out, I'm losing my shit. I'm wrong. The minute the next Shin Megami Tensei comes out, yeah, you ain't seen me for a good couple of weeks. I'm gone. Like, I can't be beholden. Like, mm-hmm. there's just too much good out there for me to just be beholden to this. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm fucking up. I mean, I keep myself for a reason. I, I log in every week, like, to, to do the grind and whatnot, to raid and whatnot, and I'm that, I'm out. Back on, back on my other grind, you know? And, and like you said, some people won't at least go that far. They will take a break. Which is fine. Yeah. It's good that we but, can do that. But yeah, like, it, it, like, from a business perspective, it is kind of fucked up that mm-hmm. you guys say that. Um, Look, now it's just about the interest in the game, about maintaining. It, some yeah, it in is. It's bad when I hate to say this. It's, but it's not a ghost town, though. It's not a ghost town. We need to keep some people caring about being logged in now and not next year. Okay, like that's all. It, it's just crazy that we are all just going to say it's all right if everybody plays for like one hour and maybe they'll come back in five months because who's going to man the hatches? Like who's going to batten down the hatches on the ship and like man the home base? Who's going to be there making the content, making the events, making community events, uh, talking about the game, streaming the game a lot. Like who's going to be doing that? And you, and you say that and like, again, we're not empty. Again, one thing that the community has been really, really good at is making their own content. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. True. You know, housing, fashion contests. I mean, you've done quite a few fashion contests. Oh, yeah. You, um, um, venues, nightlife, you know, like all this is there. People are still making their own content. So it's not <clears throat> dead. Yes. Uh, but we're talking about mostly with this conversation that I have to remind people constantly of. We're talking about new content, how well it does this in N. Walker. So when I'm thinking as a streamer, what will I stream? What events will I do? How will I make something fun for FXCV that I think people can care about? I'm gonna. Th- I'm looking to like really older stuff. I'm looking at Eureka. I'm looking at well maybe PvP. I'm looking at mm-hmm. not in Walker content. I'm not like so. That's really what the criticism is about. It's about new in Walker content and how well or how badly we think it measures up and keeping people engaged and interested. We're not talking about the whole game is dead. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of, that's why I mentioned all these other things. We're saying that this new content is not keeping people engaged long term. And if they continue down this path, we're going to have problems. Because we still have a lot of other stuff that's going to keep people entertained. Uh, but this is a dangerous philosophy when it comes to keeping social groups together in the game. True. So. But in the game, we're not. Sure. Uh... Yeah. Yoshi P, we had a live letter where he's sitting there playing Tears of the Kingdom on his Switch. Remember that? 
a big thing that's also changed. So, I have played the two polar opposite extremes of MMOs in my life, and they have been my two main MMOs. I played Final Fantasy XI for a long time, and that was a game that was your life because no activity was a short activity. <laughs> I now play the opposite, where it's I don't have to play that much at all, and I can experience as many things as I want. And mm-hmm. I see the pros and cons of each. I'll certainly take this end of the spectrum with some minor adjustments. Mm-hmm. Minor well, adjustments. Minor. Uh, like a relic. Someone, yeah, the relic. The relic was it. The, the like I said at the start the of the thing. show, my cliff notes is there's no relic grind. <laughs> It's the relic. We don't have the relic. That was the thing that kept people playing the game between the patches. And we're not talking, like, we don't expect to be logging in to FXCV all the time, week after week, for every week of every month between the four months between major content patches. That's crazy. I don't think any of us really want that. Uh, but we're just seeing, like, I, I would like maybe the first month, maybe the first month and a half. Uh, after the major patch, it seems like there's a lot of excitement about the new content and a lot of people talking about doing the new content uh, instead of me feeling like it's dying off after a week. You know, but I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to point out. And I don't no. think that's crazy to want people to be more engaged for longer than one week after the major patch. That people really want to blow it way out of proportion and say, oh, well, you think the whole game is dead. Oh, well, no. We're talking about in-walker new content. So if you're a new player and you have a backlog, you probably won't even notice this kind of shit. It's just my experience. Tell Yoshi P to stop fucking centering patches around fucking new releases and shit. (laughs) Tell the other companies to stop releasing every game two weeks apart from each other. (laughs) For the last 11 months. What do you mean there's no time for them to do it? I've had a new game to play every two weeks since, like, February. (laughs) <laughs> I have Yoshi's heard, on the uh, board. He can do this. He can let me tell you do something, something about the relic. I've heard from a lot of really casual players who are quite happy that uh, the relic only takes homestones now. They're glad they don't have to do this huge grind. It's easier. It's faster. So a lot of people they like that. It's I really think that it is the mid core people that miss the long grind. I feel like if you want to yeah. play more, then you can. And you want the content to be more challenging, you're probably not casual. <laughs> I, not I can casual say this. I miss it, but not for the re. I don't want an ultra long grind necessarily. I want something that yeah. engages me in the game. That's give been you a, gr- a huge thing I've heard too. I'll give you a great like- example. <laughs> you know what my favorite activity was in all of Shadowbringers? Singular activity. What? Fishing. Fishing? No. Juicing through Delubra <laughs> Regina in 11 minutes. For my oh my god! Grind. Oh yeah, I never. Uh, you don't mean you mean normal mode? Oh yeah, yeah the the speed runs of the loop. Those are still going. Eleven minute runs those with Bozja was <laughs> my key, and that only and I had a, basically a relic done every five Delubrums after they cool. changed it. So it was like I wasn't in there. To do, but that was the, only, the other thing. I could do multiple relics at one time, so I could be working on phase three of one relic and phase five of another relic. 
With tomes, I can't even buy stuff to make crafted gear if I wanted to because it overlaps. Like, the price of tome stone, like, materials has gone up just because people have to choose between which they do. And then people are choosing not to do relics because they want to make money off tomes. And it's like, stop. There's too many things I want to do with tomes. I just, I don't want, I don't want it. I just, give me, give me the, give me the juice. I need the juice. Yeah. I, uh, that's a whole discussion to be had about Delubrum. But I don't know if I, we have time to get into that today. The whole thing there. Um, but yeah, the relic, it's really, it was, when I, I used to say that, oh, if this is peak casual content, that's something you solely work towards over the entire expansion. And that it shows that you have dedication and you played a lot. And what the hell? That's not casual. Yeah. <laughs> now I've realized this doesn't sound very casual at all. No. What they made it is actually casual. And it's just, I, I am not as casual as I thought <laughs> I was. I don't know how I you ever thought that about casual. yourself. I don't know, well, I, don't, I don't know where mm -hmm. you got that thought in the first place. I, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I thought that some things were casual that are not. Now I see that they're not. So, yeah, I'm going to be talking about that in my next video. The casual stuff. I had a whole come to Jesus comment about it. Have had my eyes opened about it. I'm not. That's the title video. Yeah, I'm not out, casual. I'm not, <laughs> it turns out I'm not that casual. I uh, I don't know. I, I, there's been some discussion too. I've seen in chat a little bit about combat and uh, how if the combat, if people felt like the combat required more effort and was more engaging, then they would. Uh, be more willing to do all kinds of different content that they're currently not super incentivized to do. Like they'd be maybe more interested in doing things like dungeons, aside from out of habit. What do you, you have something to say about that? Mr. I played Heaven's Ward. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. Uh, you don't you don't miss uh, two minute two minute meta is not good. Mage? But they're wrong. <laughs> this is a whole other. Thing, though. Like, I avoided talking about that in my video because I knew it would derail the entire conversation. Because it's like the. I mean, the, we've had this conversation for so long. We just wrong. know that we want. We, we want. Just say, just, just, just have them say video. Shadowbringers combat was better than Endwalker. Because saying if it was more complex, it would have more fun doing the activities. No. No. Heaven's Word was not more fun at any capacity because of the way the jobs were designed. But no one remembers Heaven's Ward anymore. We're old. Most <laughs> oh, of the yeah. people talking about this weren't around for Heaven's Ward and thus have know. no idea how much better they have it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't really know how to play it at the time. I was actually playing Dark Knight in a ra in Alexander Race. And it was like, as a new player, holy shit, it was way too dang. I, mean, I, I sure I sure did love Dark Knights running out of TP two minutes and 40 seconds in and looking at me as the ninja and being like, fix this. Come on. While the other two melees are looking at me, come on, fix this. What are you doing? And then I'm looking at me like, somebody help me! <laughs> God, so many bad memories of that. Mana management in A6. Oh, God. Like, between the bosses. <laughs> Wait, like the... The, the bard would try to recharge my mana. If we <laughs> had Heaven's Ward's gameplay still, this game would have died again. 
a meme, maybe. It was, it was, it was jank. What I had to do at the time was pretty jank. But what do you say to people who feel like the dungeon is boring? It's always been boring. I've always been bored of dungeons. So the most exciting thing about dungeons, the most exciting thing about Duke dungeons Arterian? was the story. Always. When it was like, why are we going back to this dungeon for hard mode? Why are we mm -hmm. going to this location? It was, always, it was like a question mark. I know why yeah. we're going to these dungeons, so I don't have to guess. I can only try to figure out lore-wise what's happened, like, individual, okay. like, landmarks and shit. But after the novelty wears off, and after, it's like a movie, again. It's the first like day. It's movie content where, it, it, right. like, for example, in my opinion, my favorite dungeon they ever made is The Dead Ends. I think it's fantastic. It's a great story experience. It's like seamless into where you left off in the story. The music is awesome. The scenery is awesome. I enjoyed the bosses. Uh, but it's really just not meant to be that engaging from a battle perspective. Uh, it's really just not like that. Now is where you can hard. find the people who tried to farm the minion versus the people who didn't. Because the people who oh, did I, hate that dungeon most of the time. I, I farmed it. I got the, but I did it with trust. <laughs> That doesn't make it any better. That doesn't make it better or worse. People have very bad memories of trying to farm that minion. And the, yeah. the, the correlation between farmed it and didn't get it right away and doesn't like it is like, there's a pretty direct correlation. I'd well, say, with a few. they just need to be more lucky. That sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> if they were more lucky, then they wouldn't have to farm it as many times. So, I mean, <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, they need to work on that, dude. I can't relate. After uh, after Baldur's Gate three, you know what? I'll agree. <laughs> Just roll yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Have Do you, you have Karma Quest on? Yeah. I don't. I turn that off. Car we it's, uh, we had one of our teammates turn it off and dealt with true RNG, and they're like, "I'm turning it back on." This <laughs> is that versus <laughs> luck equals skill. That's play that's because I'm main dancer. Happy should know. <laughs> go watch go watch my top clear with me yelling at feathers about 40% of the time. Luck is skill. I don't understand the difference. I'm a dancer. Man. I mean, to be fair, everyone has that with crit. True, yeah. Everyone experiences I got, I got a gold on that fight. What was your crit rate? That's true. <laughs> what was your crit rate? Say the number. 41%? Okay. That checks That's out. why you just have to get more lucky. You got to work on it. It's yeah. a skill. So dancer helps with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so any other questions for me today about Inwalker uh that is that I could clear up for people or anything so what do you think what are, how, what are you excited for in 6.5 <laughs> uh well it's the last patch of the expansion what? and Okay, on the patch art, uh, there was uh, light, okay, and light and shiny. Light is with dawn, so it could be the light of the new dawn. And so it could mean that we have a, a pre maybe it's a pre-quest for Dawn Trail. That's in January. What? Yeah, 6.55. What? No. No, this is You're a pre pre no, it's pre pre no, this, this, this is this is Final Fantasy IV, <laughs> and then it's Dawn Trail. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. Okay, well, well, then the thing that I'm looking forward to is a, a new Alliance raid. That's going to be good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what else is there? Uh, Third Criterion. Criterion. <laughs> Have you done Actually, the other two? Look, uh, yeah, well, yes and no. Yes and no. I've done it. I just did, did Mount Rockon yesterday for the first time. But I didn't do the Criterion for that. I did Variant. Yeah, that's why I asked Criterion specifically. And Variant was really good. Uh, I did the first two bosses of the last one. And I gave up. So you beat the hamster and the other guy. For Criterion, yeah. And then uh, I just couldn't. It was really hard to find people to keep going. But hey, we could go. Like, it was just hard to find people who gave a shit. I, I, I need, I need, um... If you want to go, we could... I need, how many more do I need? I think I need, uh, 22 more Mount Rockons. Uh, what? Why? I want the Mount. I want Shishio. Just buy it. Are you rich? Yeah, but that, I'm rich because <laughs> I don't buy things. Oh, but... Because I play the game! I don't understand. Like, you don't need to do the content for the, the Mount. But didn't you just say I should do the content? Yes, but the, the the mount should mean that you did it. The mount does not mean that you did it because you could buy it. Therefore, it loses its value. But I could have I could have bought it without doing it. Now the whole point now of that the I've mount, done it, I have to do it, it to get the mount. The point is to flex. That's the point of the cool mount. So people no, know that's what the title is for. That you're a gamer. <laughs> the title. What's the title? It's not. I don't, I don't know. It's not. Good. You don't even know. I don't even know. I know it's not let's, good. Let's look it up. Mount Rockon Savage title. Uh, it's like Ascended yeah. Ascendant or something. Oh my god, that's the title. Oh god. This is the title. I'll put it in the chat. It's <laughs> the worst title I've ever heard. Ascendant Ascetic. Ascetic. That's what it is. I knew it was, I knew it was too ass. That's what I would Ascendant ascetic. That yeah. sounds so bad. I mean, to be fair, I've struggled with doing... content motivation since doing uh, ocean fishing because I, there are no better titles in the game. You got the best title in the game. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I doomed myself. As soon as I got world-class troller, I lost an entire category of motivation. Yes, you did. I literally didn't wear the DSR top title at all. I was like, I don't fucking care. That's this... the title. I put it in chat. Ocean, ocean Fishing. I, dude, you know how little titles mattered to me? I didn't even do Palace of the Dead from floor one. I did it from floor 51 because I didn't give a shit about Necromancer. No. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. What? No. Is that true? Slap, yeah. is he lying? Is he? It's is very he true. No. I, I soloed it from He's floor 51. God, that makes me so mad. <laughs> Why does that make you so mad? Because I worked so hard to try to get more than 100 and Fowls of the Dead. And you don't even care. One? You could have just gotten me easily. Yes, from one every time. Every time I started from one. I, I started from one four times. And on the fifth time, I said, I'm done starting from one. And I cleared on that very next one. Oh, okay. So it was just one time. It was yeah, but it only took one... me five times total. So. Oh. What what job did you do it on? Uh, machinist. Oh. Okay. Well, what does that uh, mean? I mean, it's it's the easiest one. So. Yeah, of course. What do you think <laughs> I was gonna do it on a hard? What do you think I'm gonna do it on a fucking Astro and hate myself? No, no. Look, I can't even do it on the on the machinist. I I, I got DC'd and I got really mad. And I quit. 
I got DC. I, I had got to Behemoth several times, and he always got me on, like, the last... Because with Warrior, there's a very specific series of buttons you have to press at a very specific yeah. time, and it's very hard. And if you don't, you will die. And I did it, like, four You're or five fucked. times, and then one time... uh I had almost gotten back to Behemoth. And it, by the way, each time takes like, I don't know, eight hours to grind up to that point. More than that. Or more, eight to twelve. And uh, it was really, really, I, I had almost gotten back to Behemoth. I had like amazing run. I had all my pomanders and I DC'd. And I had, oh man, I just, I lost. Oh yeah, I would quit immediately too. If it was I Heaven quit. on High, I wouldn't quit. But if it was Palace, I, I would quit, quit immediately. If you DC, even for like two seconds, it's it. Yeah, if you get logged out of the game, you're done. You're, you're done. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing work. I, I think I will go back to it though. It's been long enough. Have uh, fun. I'm ready. I'm ready to do the solo. I, I, I never finished again. my ortho solo. I have a save at I think 81 right now, and I've had it since it came out. And I'm just like, yeah. They you have a, fun with that shit. It's a better title for orthos. It's like king of something, right? Necromancer is the best it's, one. Necromancer is still the. When will they learn? about why players go for titles. It's to sound cool. It's to sound like you're a big shot. I don't know if mine makes me sound cool, but it definitely lets people know who I am. <laughs> yes, it's a self-expression. And so I'm not going to express myself with ascendant ascetic. People don't even know what that means. It needs to be like king. King of the mountain. Queen. Of, like That's why Goddess of War is such a great title. It's fantastic. It's a good God title. of War. Awesome. Boy. Really good. Cool. Boy, read it, boy. <laughs> read it, boy. <laughs> boy! Yeah. Anyways. Um, Endwalker is, leaves much to be desired, in my opinion. If you take your extreme time with the content, and take it very, very slowly, you will probably have a better time overall. If you, uh, I, I feel like getting told to go play other games, it's very. Sounds like go play Armor Core 6. I'm, There's robots. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, probably. Please. Not, you think I should? I'll get you the okay. game. All right. If you give me I'll the, get game, you the I'll, game. Okay. If you okay. Me, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. You can do it. But, yeah, I uh, I just really hope the community can get more comfortable with people making criticisms about their experience, okay? Uh, people need to feel free to share those concerns, and you need to not take it as a personal attack if you do not agree. Uh, this is a hard lesson for this community to learn, uh, but I really hope we can learn it real quick, because otherwise we're not going to see positive changes ever. Um the thing is, like, we all remember that we all share the same goal. We all want everyone to be hyped about the game. We all want everyone to have fun of playing the game. We want everyone to look forward to playing the game again. So even if you're having the best time, you're having the time of your life, and you have no complaints, if you hear someone else say that they're not or they're disappointed, I hope you can listen to them with compassion and patience and think, well, I, I don't understand that, but I want them to have more fun and I want them to feel more drawn to this game because that's better for everybody. It's so much better to just 
hear people out than uh, tell them to, you know, that their concerns are not valid or that they shouldn't feel like that because you feel fine. Like that's, you got to be uh, kind of more willing to listen to others' complaints that you may not share. Did you hear that that whole time? I did. <laughs> that was that was the sound of your opinion being burned in the fire pits of the internet. <laughs> as as is everyone else's. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that whole that whole speech, you know I what that know. when if you put that through an Completely internet pointless. If, if you put that through a translator, speech. the 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 human <laughs> thought to internet translator it starts as what you said and comes out as blah, 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 blah to 99% of people on the internet. Oh, my God. There's oh that God. filter. There's that 1% that catches what you said. And they're like, oh, that's a really well-leveled and reasonable thing to think. And I'm really glad. The people else that heard like that. what I said don't need to hear it. Oh, hey, Nora. Pre precisely. Hey. That is exactly <laughs> the truth. The people who need to hear it didn't. Yeah, the people who need to hear are like, why would they hear? That's the whole problem. Hey, Nora, what's up? Hey, sweetie. Nora's here to say hi. Nora. Hey. <laughs> Very excited. Oh, yeah. Such a sweet baby. Nora. Basically, Nora's here to save the day for everyone that didn't like my opinion. <laughs> yeah, better than my two cats doing nothing to save the day. Look at this. Well, you might not like Cephala, but how can you not like Nora? <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. She's so cute. <laughs> Perfect time for a licka yes. emote. Licka. Oh. Precious baby. Precious baby. <laughs> That's one fluffy puppy. Yeah, she just went to the uh, groomer recently. And the groomer cut off quite a bit of fur uh, from her tail. So her tail is really small <laughs> right now. You kind of see her wagging it. Nora, her tail is a little smaller than usual. But all the more But cute. it's more cute. Oh, precious one. Precious one. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I, I don't feel... Uh, I don't feel doomer about the game. I really don't. I think I, I'm, re I'm really hyped to play stuff that I feel like playing, which is generally not in Walker content, but that's fine because I'll still be around. I am looking forward to Dawn Trail. I'll see y'all at, well, I don't know if I'll, I don't think you're going to uh, London Fan Fest, but I'll be there. Nope. And I'm really excited about that. Uh, so, okay. like, I, I care a lot about the game. And um, I think I'll see a uh, Arthur's is going to be there at mm. London One, and uh, Zeems is going to be there. So it's it's awesome. We have a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon, and of course we have the patch coming, um, which I actually don't even know. We'll probably do the new Criterion. Maybe it's not going to last that long. Okay, maybe it's not going to be uh, super long, replayable content. But whatever, we're going to make the best of it. It's okay because uh, then you'll get the Fallout guys. Fallout. Yeah. Fallout guys. I've said Fallout guys so many times, referring to this like Fallout Boy, which was actually on the on the on at the gym yesterday too. Weirdly. <laughs> Fallout fresh, guys. Yeah. Fresh on my mind. Yeah. Coming. The Fall Guys collaboration. That's a Fallout Boys 14 collaboration. Yes, that's gonna be really fun. 
uh, and all the new players will be coming in from uh, Xbox and like new free trial people. So that's really exciting too. So there's a lot of good things. So and by the way, uh, if basically what I've what I've concluded is if you're having a hard time finding content because it's either too casual and too easy to interest you, or it's too hardcore, uh, just be more hardcore. Just get better at the game. <laughs> that usually opens up a few doors. Yeah. Just literally just work harder and get better at the game. Then you'll have more content. Stop being so picky. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to if I want to clear talk. Do it. Do what I'm doing. Do it. I'm. I'm making a whole free trial account just to experience what free trial players do, and then I'm gonna do UCOB on the free trial. What? Yeah, it's actually oh gone so quick. I went from level 39 to like 59 in like five hours. As I was. UCOB. Uh, that doesn't have cute weapons though, so I won't do that. <laughs> It's glamour. Glamour is the end game. You want to know what's really weird? Be being on a free trial account, but I have a I have a, a Shadowbringers primal mount because of the rising event, and I won't even get to Shadowbringers content in a free trial for probably like four years. <laughs> I can't oh. wait to run around Eureka with a Shadowbringers mount and be like, I'm a free trial player, and they're going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to grind through Eureka again. Actually. Yeah, you're Freaka. Eufrika. Freaka, Eufrika, for Alafrigo. We've you got know, all of them. Is Zeppla only doing top for Glamour? Well, yeah. What, do you think I was going to do it for the <laughs> for the experience? No! Put that notch on your belt? Do you want to put that notch on your belt? Do do. Do do. I wouldn't do it if I had an ugly weapon. Do do. No. <laughs> no. Shut up! It's all glam. It's all glam. It's all or glam. In, in, in the case of a Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in Final Fantasy XI, it's... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know that. Doom. <laughs> I'm ending the show. It might as well be the <laughs> Endwalker main theme. <laughs> it's the main theme of Endwalker. People even miss the home screen from Shadowbringers now that you say that. Ho! <laughs> Riding! Ho! <laughs> I do not miss that. Every time you boot no. it up. I do not miss the worst. The worst chair. was getting on. The, so the mount from getting all the Shadowbringers mounts plays the login <laughs> screen music. So you get on it, and everyone watching your stream is like, <laughs> "If you want to troll people who played Shadowbringers, get on that mount on stream with the mount music on. It always it that's always a, confuses people. They're like, that's a great idea." And now you're probably going to have the same music for the Endwalker mount. It's like, hey, you hit your head pretty bad there. It's time to go to Boston and work on our relic. We start, we have a Deluberum run today. We're going to do Memoria Misera later for the glam. So Nobody does that. So. What? Endwalker? What? Nobody does Memoria Misera. Stop, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> they did. Right. The, before they did times. for a week. I did it for the glam. You need it for the glam. I did it to make a guide, and 
I don't know how that guide even got as many views as it did because nobody did it. So I don't That's know. That's true. Happened. No one did it. Literally no one did it. But you did. Oh, I just got an email from Amazon. They're questioning the safety of something that I've purchased from them before. The Packy Chip. Oh? It got pulled from shelves because a kid died oh. eating 25 of them. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. They got pulled from store shelves and uh, should have never been on grocery store shelves in the fucking first place. Or 7-Eleven mm -hmm. shelves. Should have never been there. Oh, my God. Well, you better find them and put them in the garbage. It's called the one-chip challenge, not the 25-chip challenge. Yeah, that's unsafe to have in your house. It's unsafe to have on the shelf at a 7-Eleven. Keep the kitties away. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I got to head to the gym. Okay. So we should wrap things <clears throat> up here and do a short post-show. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show today to talk about In Walker. A lot of really important stuff uh, that it's really – I hope that people can um, not see everything as black and white with this discussion and that they can maybe be more open to hearing criticisms about the game and uh, – but know that – we, we bring these things up because we care a lot and uh, are just, we're monitoring the trajectory of the game and seeing the trends. We want a lot of people to be hyped about, about it. That's all. We share that goal. Remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, uh, I know the people that, I know people that need to hear that won't hear it, but I'm going to say, I'm going to keep saying it anyways. I don't care. So, yeah, uh, it's not the worst game ever. It's just a little bit worse than past expansions that I've played. It might be. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So you hate the game. Got it. <laughs> That's Got what it. saying. God, Good show. Be Good show. Good job. Good show. <laughs> Strap me insane. <laughs> Strap me up. Don't worry. I get the other side of it where I'm like, yeah, you know, I thought the content was good, but the rewards weren't good. It's like, oh, shill. And I'm just like, you stupid motherfucker. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah. If you say it's good, then you're a shill. If you yeah. say it's mm -hmm. bad, then you're a hater. <clears throat> yep. So. <laughs> that's like know. that's like me with the near with with near. I'm like, yeah, you don't really like the you know, the like the actual games near. I'm like, yeah, I like the story and the world and the RPG elements, but the gameplay is really <laughs> lackluster. And people are like, oh. And I'm like, you know what? The game fucking sucks. You fucking suck. Yoko Taro's a sham. It's been shit since Drakengard. Nobody loves you. Oh, no. <laughs> I bred peace is gone now. <laughs> God. People come to accept that because the internet has trained them yeah. to do so. Very That's spiteful. a whole other topic. But, yeah, I really appreciate you having me on today. It was really fun chatting with y'all, as always. And yes. I've got to work on my next video about casual stuff that I know yes, all about. Yes, you do. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. Tr I'm trying not to just keep talking constantly. I'm just trying to. I'm forcing myself to shut up. So, Zebla, <laughs> where can they up. find you at? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I forgot. Right uh, on Twitch.tv/ZeplaHQ, I have now a second Twitch channel that I'm pretty much just doing WoW hardcore on in at night. It's really like uh, I'm not really putting on a show on the second channel. I'm just chilling on there. But that's Zepla at home, Z E P L A A T H O M E, and it's what it sounds like. Zepla at home. Like don't expect quality. And then uh, <laughs> YouTube channel, 
where I made this video that we've been, um, sparked a lot of this healthy discussion, I think, in the community. Uh, my YouTube channel is Zeppla HQ on YouTube, and, uh, I'm on Twitter at, oh, sorry, X, <laughs> as formerly known as Twitter, as XEPLA, on there. When you said as X, E-P-L-A, I thought you yeah. meant Twitter as X, so I got confused. For God, I know. Everyone's saying S me now. It's so annoying. <laughs> they changed they, it. Yeah, they think that Zeppelin is just because, of, yeah. yeah. Oh, she just loves X so much. She just loves the new Twitter so much. She changed her name to X. Uh, you know, you want to know? I literally, it's Twitter on my, on my it's PC. It's Twitter. No, I mean, like, literally, I've, inst I've, no, I've installed the thing. It shows the bird. <laughs> the, the branding is Twitter. None of the X features. It's literally Twitter on my. Oh, that's my awesome! I need that. I need that too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's all my stuff. All right. Thanks okay. for thanks for joining us. You're very Thank you. welcome. You want to know? It's funny. You and your dog are like the same volume <laughs> at the microphone, which means your dog really? is is very loud. She is. She is breathing heavily at the moment. She's very excited. Yeah. <laughs> So, Sly. Yes, sir. Thanks for asking her to do the show because I forgot. <laughs> oh. 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 I was like, oh, I oh. should do that, playing Sea of Stars oh. and Ever Crisis the whole time. Just like too many other games, too many other games, too many other games. Oh, that was a good idea. I was going to do the same thing. You did it? Great. Thanks. All right. We're good. Too many other games. I know. Yeah. I know. Play other games. Problem. We should be glad and Walker is how it is. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, it was, so Sly, it's, what are you, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. Sly, what are you up to? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, not so much what I'm doing this weekend. Um, I mean, it is the start of the NFL season, so go football, football, football. <laughs> Um, actually, uh, a good friend of mine and another Final Fantasy XIV community member, Inari Reju, is having a charity stream starting tonight and going through Sunday um, for the uh, Maui Fires because she is a Hawaii resident. Um, so if you would like to contribute or find out more, there's a link in, in, in chat right there. Uh, again, everything is throughout the weekend, and I'll be taking part uh, today and tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, consider contributing towards the, uh, the Maui fires. But not other than that, yeah, like I said, uh, first weekend of the NFL season. Yeah. <laughs> Football. Football. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you are if you are a 14 fan and uh, if you are a part of the 14 fan and you are a sports ball fan, um, I do have a post to show me your. I want to see. I want to see some people in their NFL gear. Uh, I want. I want to see y'all in in your NFL gear. So I have a post. What if they have, uh, if you have teams? You have, let's go with that. Sure. Like yeah. yeah. So if you like the sports ball and you got some, and you got your favorite team, I want to see you in your favorite gear. I'll be wearing my dolphin shit on Sunday anyway. So yeah, there's that. So yeah. <laughs> um, Haps. Um, what's up? What's going on, buddy? I'm tired and busy and 
collecting my daily stuff in Evercrisis at the moment. Yeah, you can find me, Mr. Happy1227. All the, the usual stuff. Pokemon DLC is coming out soon. Lies of P is coming out soon. Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest is coming out soon. 6.5 is coming out soon. Uh, which means Criterion would be soon after that. All these other games coming Spider-Man, out soon. Spider-Man <laughs> 2 is coming out. We have FanFest and at the, th- the third week of October. There's Super Mario RPG Remake. There's Star Ocean 2, the remaster being with the release. And yeah, um, There's a lot to do right now. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Which is, which is great. Were yeah. you going to play Genshin Impact? I haven't played or, or Genshin. I haven't played or Genshin the since I had got my C6 Ayaka. They just C6. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't spend any money other than the the season pass. Um, but no I didn't way. pull for nine months. No. I have a video of it. Yeah, I have a video of me doing those Ayaka pulls. Yeah. Well, uh, they just had an expansion. I know. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but I, I, yeah. the, but I fucking hate it in Azuma, so it's gonna yeah. be really Inazuma hard for me to ever want to go back because I have to finish in Azuma. It gets better at the end for sure. I've heard that the the chasm is not much better. <laughs> chasm is cool. I've not heard that. <laughs> that has not been the sentiment I've been provided. Well, the story you can just kind of, you know, streamline, be line through it. Yeah, that's definitely what would be happening, because what do I need? I have C6 Ayaka. <laughs> that's With, true. like, 46% crit damage or, or whatever, 46% crit rate and, like, 300-something percent crit damage. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I got C3 on her weapon, too. That was right, from that same thing. Yeah. Well, then you're set. Yeah. So, no. No. Anyway. Maybe one day. Sumeru. Maybe I'll see you one day, Sumeru. I'm not going to ever see Sumeru. It's not going to happen. I believe. No, it's probably not going to happen. <clears throat> Either way, that's going to be a wrap for this week's episode of State of the Realm. Uh, please look forward to the live letter in two weeks. And we'll see if we're doing anything next week as well. Hopefully everyone's been enjoying their mod tomes and got their rising phoenixes and playing their Koopo adventures and all yeah. the good stuff that you could enjoy cat from umbrella. the seasonal event. Yeah, got your cat umbrellas. And your framer kits and whatever mounts you were missing and all that good, good stuff. All right. So, with that, short post show and then I'm off to the gym. Because my stomach is telling me I need to work out and eat or I'm going to pass out and die. So, I'm going to go do that. (laughs) So, thank you, everyone. And thank you, Zeppelin, again for joining. And we'll see you all. You're very welcome. See you all next time. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye. See you soon.